right? Or record. Now it's recording, and now we can just talk about whatever the fuck you want. Okay. So, <laughs> talk about whatever yeah. you want. I'm sitting here. I'm open book. Okay. Yeah, so I have a special guest here who shall not be named. <laughs> you can name me. Ezra. Ezra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know how we meet. Randomly? Pretty randomly? Yeah, we met pretty randomly. Pretty fucking randomly. Yeah, I was, I was in a party bus. Yeah. Just hanging out. Yeah. And then I was with Pang, and we were having a lot of fun. Yeah. And then he just came up and was like, what's up? Who's Pang? Pang was uh, the British Asian woman. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I forgot about her until you missed her. Yeah, she's really interesting. But I didn't get much chance to talk to her. She's a nomad. Oh, yeah. You know, she just kind of... I'm like a localized nomad. <laughs> like, I'm nomadic within the, like, vicinity. And I would like to go farther out, but also I want to, like, um... I want... I like... This is an interesting thing. I'm working on a project to build resources that people strive for without actually using money to get them. Does that make sense? Because Can you I explain that a little bit? Yeah, well, like, um, it's like this, right? Uh, so, based off, let's say, the summation of my experiences up until this point, uh, which have been pretty ridiculously extreme compared to, like, your average average person and that's just the reality like I'm not bragging or I'm just saying like it took me a while to even like kind of accept and notice and realize that fact you know that like a lot of people live like maybe two or three lives in their lifetime and I'm up to like six and I'm like 37 you know in terms of like totally just dropping everything and going to something else and leaving everything behind you know I've done that like five or six times now you know if I count it's like Running away when I was 14, then joining the military when I was 20, and then leaving the military when I was, like, 25, 26, and then leaving the city and coming up here when I was, like, 30 and going to, like, the weed industry and all that, and then leaving totally the weed industry and going to entertainment, and, like, and I just keep, you know, like, going back to zero. Does that make sense, in a sense? Like, like it's, like, because I found that most of what I was doing I mean also I, I went through kind of like a dark time like between 2012 and to like 2018 where I just kind of retreated from the world like like there was a portion of my life where I was living like 40 miles out of town off grid way up in the mountains like not wanting to interact with anyone just because of things that I saw that were going that had the potential to happen and did end up happening um, and I didn't want to I just I, I had lost totally my faith in humanity and uh, was just like, ah, oh, fuck it, y'all dumb. You deserve, to, you deserve to burn in hell, you're retarded, and you're gonna, because that's where society's going, was my feeling at the time, you know. Uh, and uh, now I, you know, I guess people don't really deserve to burn in hell or have society fail them to the extent that it's failing people daily now. And, um, but uh, as far as your average person goes, it's just like, I don't, uh, I don't have I don't have time for people's like I don't know. Well, I mean, I let's touch bases because I do in this podcast like I do like getting into like the high theory of why things go wrong amongst humanity. Oh, okay. But I also like <laughs> I also like keeping it into praxis where it's like yeah, if anyone just paid attention, they'd be able to like clearly understand like why it is that there's issues. Okay, so you know? I can get in this 
pretty well. I was just actually talking about this last night. Like, um, like, so a, uh, a big problem that we have in society that I see personally, and I'm, I've been becoming very successful in my endeavors too. I mean, like you've met me, you know that I've been very successful throwing, you know, throwing events, right? I'm an event coordinator. You've been to a few of my events, right? And with like right. zero budget with it, like, let's say 72 hours notice, I've been producing like six, $7,000 just of income, you know? Like that in the night, you know. Now a lot of that goes to musicians and da 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 da. And what the park ends up keeping is usually around like half of that. Like, but we start with zero, no no money to start. Um, we have the land, but even the land is not really necessary. You just need a place to put a stage. As far as the type of events I do, like I've, I've done pop up events in the middle of the forest. You know, basically I have one art car, which is my homie. Which whenever I need a stage anywhere, I can just have, call him and he'll drive his bus up and we have a stage and we can throw a show, you know. And then most people want to do these things and so you're just given an opportunity to do what they want. Like that's what really people are messing up is like the people kind of um, who are trying to generate wealth for themselves, trying to get everyone to do what they want them to do, which is they're never going to get full like ener energetic output from people if they're not actually doing something they want, right? And so let's say like my buddy Isaac's a good example of this. Well, he's got like a, a tree company, right? And he wants help cutting trees down. So he pays people cash money to cut trees down, but most people don't really enjoy cutting trees down. So you're paying $20 an hour to get like half as much of their energy. Does that make sense? Right, so you're paying them because you need the job done, but they're not really into it and they're doing it the only reason they're doing it is because they need the money for food, shelter, all these things that I don't need money for. You know, like that's that's the number one thing in my life that's the advantage of living the way that I live is that uh, my base necessities I I handle um, just straight through energetic exchange. Right, I don't pay money for rent. I don't pay money for food. I don't pay money for shelter. Right, I get those things through. Um, Trading like right here we're in this little studio here, and this is not it's not like it's like a you know badass studio or anything, but it's not bad. You know, it's, you know, it's just your normal studio. You know what I mean? And but does it cost me anything? You know, Zero dollars, right? And so I don't have to be here, you know. And the way I got into this situation was they need money for this park that they have, right? This entertainment park. And what I can do is I can create events for them, and my abilities, like it's more handy for them to have me here for free than to try and charge me rent and have me just leave because they can't do what I've done, I do. You know, like we've done five events here. I've been in charge of two and three have been done by outside outside people. You know, either we've rented the space, you know, or it was just like last second thing. But both of the events I did generated revenue, you know, even after all the expenses. And I'm starting with zero. Like I have no... Nothing to invest in the the generation of this, right? Other than the people that I know and my network of associates, right? Which is what I spend all my time actually doing is trading my, I guess, abilities to other people for their abilities. And I'm always more interested in what they already want to do. And I just find what they want to do and I increase them doing what they want to do. And so, like, I'm, I get to a point where I'm paying them for something that they would rather do for free. Like, something they would do for free, right? And once you're paying someone for something they would do for free, you pretty much have their loyalty, right? Because you're giving an opportunity that no one else really can, if, if that makes sense. Because you're kind of like, 
you're just creating a niche for just that type of person. Does that make sense? I don't know. I kind of was rambling. Uh, so essentially, like, what is your ideal economic situation? Uh, money's just for fun. Money only exists for luxury. Period. You don't need to live. You don't need to eat. It only exists for luxury. And if you look at it, we kind of do already live in that world. Right? It's just that the luxuries are so lopsided, you know what I mean, uh, that that people really feel like, I mean, and they do, honestly, because the, 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 the wealth in the world exists to a point where everyone does exist more than that. But, like... Like, I have all my base needs taken care of, heat, warm, one of the computer here, you know, I'm, I'm taken care of. It didn't cost me anything. And so when I get money, I don't really care about it. I blow it immediately. I'm like, I'll buy a dinner, da da da. I usually invest in other people, you know. I do have some debt that I've accrued over the year through projects, but it's just, it's like a project we went into together. It didn't work out, and so then the debt goes on the back burner, but because of the opportunity throughout the whole thing, even the people I owe money to, which is not much. Like I think I owe a total of like three grand, spent over like four people, you know, right now just in this moment. Um, like they will wait as long as they need to, because in the meantime, even though I haven't paid them back with cash, I pay them back with other opportunities. You know, like they're not even really sweating it as much as I'm sweating it, just because I hate the idea of being in debt. That's a, a lot of what puts me at odds with the modern financial institutions. Is I don't it. It is totally antithetical to like my mindset that owing money or being in debt indebted is a sign of like economic soundness, right? And you look at like credit scores, and that's exactly what it is. The the more debt you've accrued in your life, whether or not you paid it back is fine, but the more debt you've accrued throughout your life, the more economically sound you are. And that like that just doesn't make any sense to me, like just on a, like a base level. You know, the fact that I have to borrow money constantly and then pay it back constantly rather than just get back, get by on my ability to trade and exchange or just my own personal energy, um, it seems really stupid. And I don't know any other way to put it. Well, I mean, it's really I, stupid. I, I, <laughs> like the best way that I could conceptualize what's being said here monetarily yeah, is yeah. like, I worked for a corporation where I essentially made... $1.5 million worth of product alone in one year by myself for yeah. them. Yeah. It costs them maybe $50,000 worth of product and whatever. So yeah. ultimate, and then plus time for the market mm -hmm. to just like mm -hmm. to get that back. Cause obviously there's time involved with like eco economy, yeah. but ultimately I created over a million dollars worth of wealth, but I only saw $20,000 worth of anything. That whole oh, year. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, No, I mean, it's the same in the military. Like, I was in the military for six years. I was a combat systems tech. I worked on circuit boards, like like this circuitry on a circuit car. Or replace resistors. I would find a bad resistor or a bad capacitor or a bad component in the circuit card as a whole, right? And I would replace it. And I, so I, I would make a 39-cent repair and fix something that... Uh, cost like like this one circuit card might cost like three million dollars to make and I, and I would and they and if I didn't fix it with this 39 cent per repair right they would have to buy a new one for three million dollars so every time I made a 39 cent repair on a three million dollar piece of equipment like I don't see any like I get a I get like a letter that says good job you know like that was one of the mainly most 
disillusioning things in the military was realizing like like I'm literally saving the American taxpayer and the people like like literally millions of dollars daily like I think one year I got like a, a fleet a fleet letter of accommodation right they're called flocks right because I saved the United States Navy like something like 700 million dollars it doesn't affect my pay it doesn't like you know like I don't get a part of that. I like the only thing I get is like an attaboy, you know, and like it just it became so ridiculous. I was like, I just and that's that was just one little facet, but I I realized like how badly the military rips off the the youth and the the how badly the military like they say they offer all this opportunity to like people who are poor, low income, you know, people from because I come from poverty, right. And they do, if you're somebody who's also, like, like, not competent, right? Like, because, like, you can get a job as a bosun's mate or a GM, but if you're, like, a higher-level thinker, but you come from poverty, uh, the military, like, like, actually preys upon you, you know? Like, because they can't get higher-level thinkers that don't come from poverty to join the military because they're aware of how much they're really worth in the civilian sector. Whereas the higher level thinker who comes from poverty, they're not even, they don't even know what they're worth, you know? Like, and so they can get you for like a fraction of what like you could make in the civilian sector. And then if you stay in, and then if you stay in the military, there's a high chance you'll be indoctrinated just through proximity to the military mindset. And you might never realize your true potential, you know? So that's like a problem, I would say, that exists beyond the military, but it's a problem in general, you know? Um... My ideal monitoring system would be pretty simple, which is, uh, I mean, like, let's not talk about an ideal monitoring situation, because the thing is, is we're not in the, let's talk about solutions for our current, not ideal monitoring situation, right? And the really current solution for me is, I think everyone is just, um, people need to, people don't understand the reality as it exists right now, how it truly exists. They don't understand how dangerous it is right now, at all times, not right now, always. Right, and they don't understand that the thing that makes them feel safe is actually just extracting their time and energy for them for the benefit of a very, very small amount of people, right? And this small amount of people, and I can, I can break it down too, they are really not, like, whatever, regardless of their motivations, like, when you kind of just break it down, like, what they bring to the world and what, versus what they're taking from the world just by trying to keep people in this box is like, it's really bad. I mean, it's really fucking bad. Um, I don't know. I don't, we can talk about that. I mean, I don't know. Ask me another question. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, like, what exactly uh, is value? Like, in general. Okay, okay, in general. Perfect. All right. So, I, I, value, in my mind, is... Any, any, anything that an individual does to increase, uh, to directly, this is important, to directly increase uh, their ability to f flourish as a human being, right? And the key word there is directly, all right? Because directly is like quid pro quo, you know? Anytime you introduce money in any way, 
especially money that's backed by a central currency or da 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 da. You know, like the, especially the fiat currencies, the way they exist now, where they're produced by a third party, right? That inherently, the use, the use of that that medium inherently devalues whatever you're doing, right? So if you want to instantly start increasing your value, I tell people this all the time. Don't think about how much money you need to get the item you want. Find the item you want, and then go get it and figure out how to do that. You know, directly, just go straight for it. You know, like, like. Why would I, like, here's a good example. I grow weed, you know. I'm in California. It's normal, okay. So now I can grow weed, sell weed, and then, I, so, so I have to grow the weed, then I have to sell the weed, I have to find someone to buy it, I have to get the money, I have to figure out if I'm paying taxes, am I doing it under the table, you know, da 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 am I going to commit a crime, uh, you know, like, all these things, right, and I'm playing in the system, and every single extra step there is, devaluing all of the effort I already put into creating the product in the first place, right? Every extra step is created. So I already have the product. I put all the energy in there, and then every additional step I have to take to exchange this product, to change it for something else, to change it for what I want, is devaluing that initial investment, right? Or I just go find someone that has a car that will take weed for a car, you know? And, like, I've instantly, I've, I've protected the value I already invested, and I've gotten what I want. And it's, it's taken actually a, a lot less steps to get from A to B. And I think if people start realizing that it's a lot easier to go directly for what you want, um, that's the best thing you can do. And the best thing you can do for yourself in terms of giving you ability to maximize your 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 value output, right? Your, your is which so you can invest in things like worry about what's in your physical reality, right? And go for work trade nine out of ten times is just better. Right, like where I'm living right now, I'm never in my and, and I have not since I've been in the military. It's been like 14 years, paid rent for money. But I've lived like four or five different properties and never and left pretty much every property, with one exception. But that had to do with extenuating circumstances that had nothing to do with me living there. Right, um, and not paid rent for any of those places. It's always been work trade, landscaping carpentry gig, they need an extra person, they're old, caregiving, you know. Um, another thing I would say to people is extract as much, at this point, given where we are in society, what I personally feel is people should extract as much money and wealth as they can from the system as possible by any means possible. And 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 not give a fuck about what the system says. When I say the system, I mean like uh, the, the, the federal government, the series of hierarchical like bureaucracies that like kind of just seem to run things in quotation marks there right like because yeah. they don't actually run shit they just make everyone think they do and like leech off of them you know so like if you can get money or your stimulus check or food stamps or whatever da 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 even if you have to lie to do it do it for me that's how I feel like I don't give a fuck you know personally I don't ever pursue money in that way like I still haven't gotten any stimulus checks or anything like that because the amount of time and energy I have to sink into doing the paperwork to get the money, I would almost always much rather have that time because that's just more valuable than money, period, because you have a set amount of time that is not very much that you have. You know, so, you're, so what, what is value? Time is value. Your time is value. That's it, you know. And so you're not spending it to enrich your life. And I do mean enrich. I don't mean get by. But if you're not spending it to enrich your life, like, you're fucking up as a person. You know, like as 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 someone as you're you're fucking up your potential, right? And anytime you're pursuing like a carrot on a stick, 
you're not really enriching your life. You're just on someone else's fucking trip, and they're just using you so to try and get what they want without actually investing their own energy. You know, they might have good reasons for doing this. Maybe they have a death in the family, need someone, whatever. But generally, they don't. Generally, it's just like it's just a shell game, you know, to get people to feed into their value. Uh, people don't understand what value is to feed into their value through the abuse of a different types of medium. So essentially, like, <clears throat> this is kind of how I see it. And, yeah, yeah. I'm, and, I'm interested in your opinion. Yeah, I don't and, know. And I could run the same thing you yeah. just said yeah. through the medium of, uh, like, if I'm going to reach out to, you know, my community, Yeah. I could appeal to tarot or alchemy, but yeah. just saying, like, money is the root of all evil. And that's like a... Well, let's... let's uh, <laughs> hold on. Okay. Let's talk about something, because this is really interesting, right? So a lot of people say, that, like, Money runs the world, right? But if you really start really kind of digging into it, money doesn't really run the world. Money is something that's used to keep people... What runs the world is manipulation, right? What's running our modern world and the, the trespasses against our fellow humanity that we see today and against the earth and all that is actually manipulation. I mean, we can break. I mean, I can break this shit down right now, which would be very interesting. Yes. Which is uh, I like to break it down on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. So like, break it down. <laughs> so, so there's a lot of things, and at first they're gonna seem unrelated, but it's like we're building a model, right, to clearly see a bigger picture, right? So, the first thing I'm gonna talk about is um, uh, the fact that hum- human beings, i.e., Homo sapiens are very fucking old, a lot older than people realize, right? Now, if you believe in the science of carbon dating, which some people do, some people don't, um, which actually, let's let's even get rid of that. We don't even need that to be, to make, create the model, right? But the point is, human beings have been a lot, as homo sapiens, have been around a lot longer than civilization has, right? There's a significant amount of time in our past where we were humans, just with the same minds and everything that we have today, but in a totally different environment, in like a wilderness environment, right? Um like a hunter-gatherer society, you know? And in that society, uh, let's say you're a female and you get pregnant. What's going to happen to you? Just basic shit, observable shit. Nothing, don't go crazy trying to think in someone else's mind. Just let what we can see with their eyes. What is going to happen to a woman when she gets pregnant over a nine-month period? Mm, I don't know. Her body's gonna change, right? She's gonna okay. get bigger. Like, like this is all like that's true, okay? Yeah. And during the later, later months of the pregnancy, say the last trimester, right? She's gonna be a very now. Imagine a pregnant woman, like last trimester, huge, trying to clothe, feed, and provide shelter for herself and the child alone in the middle of a forest. That's not gonna be really fucking easy. It's probably not even gonna be possible in reality, right? Like that's just. That's just reality. It would take a very exceptional woman, and it's not going to be the case 9% of the time that they're going to succeed. Right? Like, I think everyone can agree that's an observable data point. Okay? So, if that is true, that means the women that were most successful, or the families that were the most reproductively successful in that environment were the ones who would select mates, right? Like, they would give their, their time and energy to male mates who are the best at providing, right? Because if they didn't, there's a good chance when they get to that point, they're not going to have the provision they need and they're going to die. So the ones that did that 
died and didn't have kids, and the ones that did select for productivity had children, and their children probably had a slightly higher chance to select for productivity, and then, you know, that's basically how, yeah. you know. And that's why, like, because nowadays, ultimately, if we were just nicer to each other, there wouldn't be scarcity anywhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, 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 let's, and, let's, and let's get more into that, though, too. Like, yeah. So, so Homo habilis, five million years ago, according to anthropologists, that situation's like... I need someone to do something for me during this time right. so that I can survive. Right, right. <laughs> Whatever. So that's that's the sl- selection for productivity, right? Yeah. Okay? And they call that the hypergamous instinct, right? There's a lot of, like, I will say misinformation. There's a lot of, like, bullshit around that right now because it's used in certain, like, pop culture circles and stuff. But the reality is that's what it's called. That instinct for to select for provisioning in females, which does not come from a space of evil or gold digging or anything. It's just a primal instinct based on our primal roots to select for provisioning, right? And the thing is, at that time, the provisioners, well, their energy their energy had the most value, right? Because it went directly into the production of food, shelter, survival, and then when they were good enough at it, then you had excess, right? Like, oh, well, now we, we, we we're full, all our food stored, da 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 we have a little extra time to fuck off. And then you start getting into specialization and art and you know, all that extra shit. Right. But on the... On the base level, that's the instinct. It's the hypergamous instinct, which is the feminine instinct to select for provision, right? Okay, so now we're going to skip really fast, way far into the future to this study they did in primatology, okay? Do you know what primatology is? Uh, or study it, of primates? Basically, yeah. Yeah, and I'll, and I'll go, I mean, so yeah, so study of primates, um, once they did a study of primatology, and this is like lookable, upable, as I like to say, as in it's, you know, it's a vetted study, and you can... Find it at least at the moment online if you do some digging, right? But um, I can't remember it was done. I learned about it when I was going through college for anthropology is when I first learned about it. But So basically, they had this group of chimpanzees, like 30 of them, like a whole pack or a troop. They call them a troop. Right? They had a troop of chimpanzees, and they did this study where they taught them what money was and, like, labor and everything. And I, 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 I can't – I'm going I'm to kind of, like – parse out as best I can remember the study, but the important key points are important and key, right? And the reason they chose chimpanzees and not bonobos, even though bonobos technically have like a closer DNA relationship, the chimpanzee familial structure, like sociologically, is the nearest in the primate kingdom to let's say indigenous human social structures, right? Like they have their own little like tribe basically they have the chief and the patriarch and then like the different families and they kind of they're mostly monogamous but sometimes there's a little cheating you know like they're really sociologically very similar to humans you know they have early tool use already like this that's chimps right so they did is they had a group of chimpanzees and they taught them what money was and this is how they did it they made a vending machine right with nine different types of fruit they could hit a button to get the exact type of fruit they wanted and they had like, uh, like, and it took like poker chips, right? Because they designed it because they're easy for them to hold. Hold, and they taught the monkey you put the poker chip in the machine and press the button and get the type of fruit you wanted. You know, uh, one thing obviously they love this because these are animals in captivity, so they're not just stuck getting whatever they're getting for the day. So that was a big um, draw for them, you know, and and and. Even in the wild, you could see how it would be a big draw because they would have to go out. You know, we observed this with, like, the cargo cults where they just gave them the tin meat. For them, it's like, ooh, you know what I mean? Do you know what a cargo cult is? You don't know what a cargo I cult is. I don't. Okay, well, that's a tangent. We'll go into cargo cults later. Okay. But Yeah, I don't want to break yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, so. but let's stay on this for now. Um, so 
So basically, so first they taught them how to use the machine to get the fruit. Then they took away the money. And then they gave, started giving them jobs, right? So the first job they came up with was like they had a uh, balls, and they could put the balls in the basket. And depending on how many balls they would bring the experimenter, right, in the basket, they would give them X amount of poker chips to spend however they liked on like whatever type of fruit they wanted to give away or do whatever the fuck they want with, right? But they just give them the chips. Um, and then over like the course of two weeks, they started introducing like different jobs. You know, like first it was the balls. They're all doing that. And they made one like you could untie a knot. Like there's a, there were five total. I only really remember the knot one and the ball one, but there were five total, I do remember, of different jobs that the troops could do. Like the different monkeys the troop could do. Right? And so they would do this job in order to um, get the poker chips, right? And then like and like it got to a point like the the knot one, not all of them could do that. It was like some of them could figure it out, some of them couldn't, but it had a big payout, right? And because that had a big payout, and then, like, the first trade union formed, because the monkeys over here were like, well, like, we can't do that job. You're getting paid out over there, and, and we're, you know, and they would actually chase monkeys away from doing the ball and basket job because they want to get all the poker chips from it, you know? So they, 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 start, they start to, like, organize around that and be like, ah, oh, no, 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 this is our job. You guys got to go do that other shit, right? And then on the third week, and this is where it gets fucking weird and, and is going to things are going to start coming together, is uh, all the female chimpanzees stop mating, having sex, selecting for, you know, they basically stopped all sexual relation with the male, the male chimpanzees, uh, and they stopped working <laughs> unless they got paid in poker chips. <laughs> this, this is true, true, totally true study. Okay, <laughs> totally, 100% fact. And then they shut it down almost immediately after that because, this, I mean, this was in, like, late 2000 late 2010s, right? Not that long ago that they were doing this. Maybe could have been a little bit before that, but it was like after 2000, right? Now, there's a lot of political reasons for that, but the, the punchline, of course, is that prostitution is the oldest profession on earth and money is the root of all evil, right? That's the punchline, ha-ha. But it's actually totally to be expected if you think about the hypergamous instinct, right? Because what the female, like what the, like, it's all about provisioning and safety in reality. And what happened is once the provisioning and safety factor became dependent on the object rather than the individual, the instinct is to pursue the object, right? And and that's what's happened, and that's what's happening today with Homo sapien, like women in a, in a sense, right? Like 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 you you know you hear about oh golden horn, women are only interested in money and da 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 da. It's not all women, but a lot of it has to do with this instinct. You can go ahead and ask me something. There's more to this, but. Do you have anything you want to So, add? like, <clears throat> some people listening to this might be like, mm, sexism, but they're not... I'm, I'm not being... I'm, I, I, I love... Like, the, here's the thing. It's tragic because because here's the reality, okay, is, is now that we live in the modern era, right, at the very top, top level, like, you have to understand, the people at the top level of the societal hierarchy, that's, that, like, for them, money isn't a thing. All right, money is just a thing they're using to play a trick on everyone else. It doesn't have value, and they know it doesn't have value, right? It's literally a fucking shell game, right? And why is it a shell game? Because it allows them maximum because because of the instinct for like uh, what you call it, um, like that take care of my family stuff, right? Well, they're, they're they bred this into themselves, you know, and then they have and they have what we call like uh, 
maximum sexual selection is all they're interested in as a family. I mean, there's evil women and men, and like they're they're families. It's not like the patriarch. It's just like there's a few families who kind of were on the game for anyone else. Sometimes they swap over the course of the millennia. You know, like someone else comes to the top. But right now, it's like it, it's bad because they've created this system now where you have like like like. The value of money to a man too is much different from the to the value of money for a woman. Value I don't even like use that word, but like what money's worth to a man versus what money's worth to a woman in the modern age is way different. Because as a man, we have to work and struggle and da 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 for every two cents, right? As a woman, because of our ancient instinct for provisioning, you have hundreds of men just handing you shit constantly, right? Constantly, one hundred percent of the time, right? And like so, for for women to even compare. To even use money as a comparison of, like, well, this guy make enough, right? Does he make as much as me? It's not even a fair comparison because uh, as a female, you've been aided in the acquisition of this resource since probably you were very young by the instinct to provision in men, right? They've been handing you resources and opportunity that men don't get handed. That, 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 the, the men don't get handed. This is all by design. I mean, say not by design, but this is... This all feeds into the ability for those at the very top to maintain, like, uh, to maximize their sexual selection. That's all it's really about. It's not about money or anything else, right? Because, like, here's what happens. Is now we live in this society where we have Tinder and da-da-da, like, Tinder and uh, social, like, social media and, like, social media dating, right? This just creates a... I don't want to say hunting ground, a breeding, I don't know the right word for it, but it's like, so imagine you're at the very, very top of like the societal hierarchy, the global societal hierarchy. You're part of a family that's the top of the global societal hierarchy. They have a different value system, obviously, right? In order to maintain a system like that, you have to have to, you have to be concerned less with the general flourishing of people and more concerned with the flourishing of your individual family, like at all costs. Like you just, that's your value system. Otherwise, why would you maintain something that does this much? It's because you don't care. Yeah. Is that why they continuously tell people, hey, family first, be extremely individualistic, because that's our value system, even though it doesn't serve you? Yeah, so, like, I, just, mean, I mean, it's like, hard to describe. Like, almost like... The, the reality situation is putting the family... Like, having a a familial, <laughs> a family system, where the family sticks together, and you have the uncles and the cousins, they all come together, is the most efficient way to create wealth and flourishing for you and those around you and your community. And that's the most efficient way. And the, and the way you can tell it's the most efficient way is you can just observe the people who are at the top of the food chain, the human or the top of the human hierarchy in terms of access to opportunity, access to wealth, access to freedom, right? All the families that exist in that, they're all like, there's like cousin, uncle, don't marry, you know, like they're familial, you know? And so the family is the best way to organize yourself and those around you in terms of creating lasting wealth and opportunity for you and your group, right? Which is, I mean, that's just, that's just observable. You know what I mean? The people not doing that aren't succeeding. Like, the people who are doing that run the world, right? So, so it's a good idea to do, you know, like, based off just seeing. I try and base everything off of what, kind of what I can see, you know? Mm-hmm. Or that I can build them all in my head and see that, yes, that's absolutely how it would happen because that's just how things work. You know, but like, so it's down there at this top, right? So now you have this situation, like, like you can look at like dances, like, like, you know, where you have, let's say, women, right? If they 
they now are like you know the you know they have this kind of like like they're being set up like we're all being set up for failure in a sense because like at the very top right if you're a like if you took two people and they're twins in every way and one of them has a million dollars and one of them doesn't he's the one with the million dollars is more likely to get more sexual opportunity because he brings more to the table right like more access opportunity wealth da 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 right but at the very top like that's all like it's that's all an illusion though the things that they're bringing to the table only exist because everyone al- around them is allowing them to have that they're bringing the stuff to the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they're not, though. They bring, yeah. mo- they're bringing money to the table. Yeah. Right? But the money, everything, all the money, like, all, all so it's like, it's, 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 very, it's very simple. It's like, the women are chasing resources because for safety and security based on the high instinct. So they, they're, they, and that is now, the totem for that or the representation of that is in the object of money. Yeah. Right? The families at the top, they have infinite money, doesn't matter. So their children, um, I don't know the story, but my hypothesis is like they probably bring their kids up with just like a little bit of it, you know, like just kind of a few extra habits and stuff, you know, and kind of really let them know like, oh, you're, you know, you have the freedom, da, 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 da. And once they reach a certain age of maturity, they come in and like give them the rest of the knowledge because like, they like, these are families that have been up on this way more than me, you know, they've been, they, this is like information that they pass down generationally, you know what I mean? Um, but like. So you have the situation now, like the men in these families, right? They go out, and they just, you know, they have infinite access. You know, they can they can scroll through Facebook or Tinder or social media or whatever, right? See any woman in the world and be like, hey, come with me. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, I'll fly you out to wherever I am in the world. You know, and like you're really beautiful, blah 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 blah, right? But this guy has no intention of like keeping this woman or taking care of her or anything like that. Right, he's just using her. He's in the top thing, so he's gonna he can find anyone, use anyone instantly, any woman on earth, just boop, find her, use her, you know, until he gets bored and then kick her to the curb, right? And this will happen probably a couple of dozen times, you know, and then this becomes the archetype in the woman's mind for what a man is, right? And she just assumes all men are like that, right? But she she only actually has experienced this tiny fraction, you know, of of that. Of, of, of what it is, like probably the worst fraction, right? And then you have men who don't come from these societies. They see men, women gravitating towards money, uh, you know, and so we're like, oh, we got to make money. And then we go into the, our jobs, military, whatever it is to try and get this resource. And that's draining all of our, our actual value into this system where the pursuit of the thing we're trying to get is acting against us on a wider, on a larger level, you know, and we're less likely to get what we want. There's this beautiful quote by this one woman, I can't remember her name, I, I mean, beautiful in like the most nefarious way, you know, because what happens with us is obviously you have no chance, you know, I mean, with exceptions, right? I'm, I'm, we're talking about bell curve mean, right? The bell curve mean of why things are this way. It's, so this group here have maximum sexual selection so they can stay on top because their value system is based around their family and they do not give a fuck about anyone outside of like blood relation for whatever instinctual reason that is. Right, sociopathy, like yeah, like, like the Rothschilds sending everyone to war because they funded the yeah, war exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Every every step is really just designed for that, you know. And if you know, you know. If you know that money is valueless, you're like you're in the club, right? In a sense, like if you know that money is valueless and you're in control, you're in the club. 
if you know that money is valueless and you're trying to raise awareness or, or get into the club, well, um, there's you either marry in most likely, I imagine, if if it's your matter, but most likely you're like in danger. <laughs> like, it's reality, you know. But fortunately, now we live in uh, with technology and like there's so many exchange. There are so many information exchanges every like millisecond, something like sixteen billion, like ridiculous, like a million terabytes of information. But like sixteen of those, like every second, right? So their actual ability for observation and control now, even though. They everyone feels like it's more is actually like way less, you know. That's 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 like why I feel like a lot of this kind of like depopulation shit is coming from is the reality that is like humanity as a mass is actually getting too large to control, and we're passing information too quickly, you know. And the other th problem is like another thing is like this is a cyclical thing, you know. After about like three generations, um, like no matter how well they try and pass information down. Because their kids have not experienced the same hardships as them, their brain hasn't developed in the same fashion as they did when they achieved power, and they start pissing it all away. You know, they start being egregiously obvious. You know, in their abuses of other people. You know, this gets the people fired up, and that's kind of what we're. I feel like that's kind of what we're going into right now. Is that like that part of the cycle? You know, and there'll be like a shuffling of the pieces, and then there'll be a new hierarchy will rise at the top or not. I mean, like, what do you think um, is kicking on this? Because uh, we saw a massive depletion of like the workforce, like the bottom workforce, like oh. isn't working as much. I can tell you exactly what it is. Um, uh, men are up on men as a general got up on game, uh, and I'm not being sexist. I'm just saying that's what happened. Okay, so that quote, right? There's this quote by this chick. Which, who's one of the top families, I can't remember her name right now, but you could probably find it, which is, um, those who, uh, those who are not spoon-fed love will lick it from razor blades, right? And what this is, is like, like, when they're kind of like putting the system in place, this is like the Rothschilds and they like, or Rockefellers, right? I think she comes from that circle, right? When they're put, because they, they basically stitched up the education system, I was saying like the 1940s, right? There's, it's all, there's a bunch of documentaries on it. But they basically created what we consider the modern education system. It was created by the Rockefellers, right? And when they're setting everything up, um, like, one of the worries was like, well, yeah, if we do this, though, like, um, you know, and we keep everyone well, and everyone's just kind of operating on their base instincts without even realizing they're their base instincts, right? Like, that's going to funnel... Uh, women to the top, you know, it's going to funnel maximum sexual selection to, like, top percentage of people, of, like, us. Well, aren't all the men eventually going to, like, figure it out and get pissed and, like, come after us, right? And, there, and, and the, there's the quote, the reason she got the quote is because, like, she was, what she's pointing out was, like, we don't have to worry about that because men are actually, in reality, our deepest instinct is to provide protection and safety. Like, you hear all this, like, propaganda about... Like, oh, rape, da, da, da. But if you observe primates, this is bullshit. You know, it's like there's a few extremes, like on the bell curve, you know, you always got your extremes. But the mean of masculine behavior is to be a protector and provider, not to be a predator. And the only reason we have more predators in today's society, I would say, than we used to is because men in general are so starved for affection because of the system that's been put in place to actually keep them from keep them from it. You know, not out of any kind of, not out of any kind of, um, 
maliciousness, but just out of greed by those at the top who are trying to have the perfect. Right, it's all funneled up here. Yeah, if, but there's if, all these guys that are like, yeah, you know, I mean, ninety five percent of guys have the same like capacities essentially. Yeah, 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 yeah. And wants to be sexually active. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, but, even if you have you know an, an ugly duck, they're gonna yeah, find yeah, exactly. an ugly duck. You know, they want the same thing. Or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> but the thing is, but the thing is, is is, is it's. These these in this day society because the average woman is given so much which again this is by design, right? I mean there's literally like this is the thing I think about OnlyFans, right? And and people are like, um, and people are like there's there's like this whole movie like you gotta stop watching porn like by men who are trying to like who see this, right? Like you gotta stop watching porn you gotta start stop paying this type of behavior, right? And then but the thing is that that's you're not fucking helping anything because there are literally bots like robots like AI you know bots online that like do specific program tasks that literally just bounce around online on sites like OnlyFans and just pay random women random amounts of money to keep them in that circle because if you're at the very top you know you have your like you know you have you know how you you know how you have like the like Tinder's a good example right so you have like your basic free account and then you have your like uh, paid for account where you get like certain benefits da, 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 you know what I mean well, you know the people at the very, very top who are programming this shit. Like, they definitely have, like, deluxe gold extra elite super membership version, right? Where, like, they're, like, just hitting a button and be like, this chick is here. She lives here. Like, they're getting a full, like, information download on exactly who she is. So they, And they they have infinite resources to move around because everyone's on the money trip that they created. And so they can just go there, do whatever they want, and then they can leave. And, like, and, like unless you collapse the system that's giving them, like, it's like... All of this stuff that, that is, is just giving, like, it's like creating tall grass for predators. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? Like, like that's what the money system is. And so, like, at this point, the only way to really overthrow it is for the, to destroy the system. The only way to destroy the system is either through violent revolution, right, or through just not non-participation, like me. Like, you don't use money. You know what I mean? And that's what I feel like really is driving all this is the exchange of information between men and realizing that they're getting gamed, right? And, and the reality situation is women are getting gamed too, but the luxuries they experience early in life are so extreme that, like, they don't realize it till it's too late. Does that make sense? Like, until they're, like, 30, 32, and now they have nobody. You know what I mean? Because, like, sexual attraction has gone down. The people that they've invested their time and energy and, like, femininity in had no intention of keeping them around. They were just using them because they live in that state. So then when they find a romantic partner, they don't appreciate them for what they yeah, really are? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they don't because, they, you know, it's it's like, exactly, it's not only that they don't appreciate them, it's just like they 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 feel like they're settling and they and these people who have really have set up a whole system to just use and abuse them, they, they're like, you know, that's what they want, you know, and they want those people, right? And they feel like because they don't have this access to reason. But the thing is, is, they never had that. That was always just something that this other predator was using to take advantage of the situation, you know? And so we now created this society where predators run it. Like, people who predate on other people's time and energy and value are the people who are running our society, you know? And the only way we can get away from it is to stop feeding into it. And this is, like, a, probably a lot of the labor shortage and all this is coming from, like, dudes, like, you look into it, like... I think it was 2017, MGTOW, like, MGTOW. Oh, yeah, men go their own way. Men go their own way. That was Google more than feminism. Whoa. And raw Google metrics. And that was three years ago. That's craziness. Okay. 
So, like, if conversations are a lot, and I guarantee they are, because I have conversations like this with a lot of people all the time, but, like, that's what, like, that's why the labor shortage is driving, because the thing is, is if no one is making money, there's no industry. If no one's flying the planes, you know, and so now you get to a point where the the, the, people, the predators are kind of like, everyone's starting to, like, stratiate, right? So you have the average people who are, like, the sleeping people who have been getting taken advantage of and not realize it. Well, they're starting to realize it. The men are realizing it first, and they're starting to, like, drop out of society. Right, and just invest their true value where it belongs, which is just in their own personal enrichment enforcement, not in the seeking of an object which is guaranteed. If you get enough of it, it's gonna give you that. Like people are waking up and be like, "That's not true," right? Like, and 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 the more aware sometimes they realize not only is it not true, but the simple pursuit of it as an object of value is actually the thing that's fucking everything up for everyone. You know what I mean? And then, and then, you know, one of the ways to keep people from organizing is also fucking with language, right? You can take a communist and a capitalist, they disagree on everything because of the words they're using. But if you sit them down and have them, like, you know, every time, you know, and try and get them to, like, get past the language barrier of every time this guy says capitalism, you know. The thing goes off, like, oh, no. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, if, and the thing is, if they actually boil it down and just use simple words, like babies, they probably agree on 90% of everything. But because they get hung up on their personal priest, like, well, I learned this from him, I learned this from him, and they, it's like, like, it doesn't matter where the information comes from, right? The rest of it, if the information is true, and then how do we get past the lingual barrier of when I say this word, you're gonna, a, a million pre, pre-connotations of what you think that word means are gonna spring into your head, and you're gonna go off on some fucking tangent when, when you don't even know what I meant, because it's a a, a trigger word, right? Like, even the trigger word is not, like, you know, it's just, it's not like it triggers you like it's offensive, it's just like there's all these connotations. And, and if people can't get past the, 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 the bullshit around what you think something means versus what the other person, and understand you think these words mean different things even though you speak the same language, it becomes really hard to communicate. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? But um, but yeah, this is probably a lot to do with the labor shortage. I imagine it's just people, it's just dudes dropping out and being like, "Fuck this," you know, like because like why would you at that point? Once you once you're once you're aware that it is a rigged game, and the people and and, and like the, and it's nice too because once you can track it down to like the sexual selection factor and stuff too, in a sense, it's nice because it becomes easier to drop out because you can lean on your primal instinct to protect and provide to get you through hard times because like yeah, this all sucks. But now that I can see the model and see all these abuses, which I, you know, I personally like. In my personal family, I met a woman. Uh, I have a woman who basically, like my extended family, let's say, I have a woman who's like went to L.A. when she was 16 and got human trafficked and like all this horrible shit. You know what I mean? And like shit I deal with, like in the festival scene right now, which is ridiculous, is like, like it's gotten so bad that the predatory behavior is just out in everyone's face, which is. On one 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 hand is nice, but on the other hand, it sucks because it just means it's gotten that bad. Does that make sense? You know, it's nice because now we can see it. Like, catch that dude right there. He was the one sticking needle in that girl's arm trying to abduct her. But the fact that he feels confident enough and in control enough of the society around him based off his circle of network that he could do that is ridiculous. Like, you know what I mean? And I'm referencing a specific event. There was, I don't want to, like trash an event's reputation because an event is not necessarily responsible for uh, the bad behaviors of those inside of it. Does that make sense? 
But in this case, it might be, but there was an event just recently, like three weeks ago, down in Southern California, like a big festival, like a Burning Man style festival. And there was a personal friend. This is a person I know, like real life friend, sober guy. Other people vetted for him. There were other witnesses there that saw this event happen where basically there were dudes in the crowd at the festival and they were literally just injecting women with like uh, tranquilizers, like just going up with like a needle, knocking them out and like picking them up and like just taking them away. Like in the middle of like a festival and people were so like high or like in their own ego that like it didn't really even occur to anyone and then he saw it he went to try and find someone of authority and then like he found someone and then like 40 FBI agents came out and were like, oh no, yeah, we're going to fix it. Right. But the thing is, is like, there's no FBI, these things. Like, like I run underground shit. Like, like, more than likely, that group of 40 people were just people that were in on it. And because people don't think about, like, they don't verify. Like, we're all programmed just to jump to these conclusions by, like, TV and movies, you know? Like, so a guy in a suit, oh, yeah, we're tracking him, da, da, da. Who, like, I guarantee no one, no one followed up to see if those were real FBI. One, we're all, they're all, half of them are high. Like, they're worried about getting into trouble, so they're not going to follow it, right? And so this is, like, a situation that's happening in real life, in real time, right here, down the coast, down in California, you know? Like, how do we handle that, you know, as people, like, as, a, as humans, you know? Like, it's real difficult. For me, I feel like the personal solution is just start just getting the homies together, you know? Like, just get a personal close-knit circle together. Find one if you can, you know, if you can find someone, you know, doing these types of behaviors, have a group of people together where you can at least, like, pick them up yourselves and ask them some very extreme questions about who the fuck they are and what the fuck they're doing, you know? And if you if you talk to women out there, like, if you get to really know some women who've been in the world for a while, especially in, like, the party movie scene, like, they'll tell you some fucking horror stories. Like, these people are real fucking people. This is not, like, some fantasy, right? I've met women that have been, like, kept in, like, hotel days, like, in hotels for, like, three days and just fucking, like, raped for three days. And then the guy just leaves, and no one ever, then they ever happens to him because no, of course nothing ever happens to him. He has global access to travel, right? Like he can just leave, right? And that's a big reason of I guess why I take all this shit. I, I don't know. I just it really eh, it makes me really angry, um, and it makes me really sad. But the thing that makes me saddest right now is that women have become such. Uh, in general, I feel like the women in society have become such outstanding advocates for the very behaviors that make them prey for predators. Does that make sense? Point out a couple of uh, bullet points that make that happen. Um, okay, well, first of all, uh, any 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 type of music, like, like Cardi B, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. The pursuit of the bag, of money, all right? Like, to, to lionize the pursuit of money... Right is to lionize your own predation as a woman. Like that's just that's just fact at this point. You know, if you are telling your, you know, and there's another thing too, which is this is a, a big bullet point, which like a lot of people don't realize is like there's this great quote, which is uh, the the weakness of men is the illusion of their strength, and the strength of women is the illusion of their weakness. Does that make sense? Right, like the strength of women is their of women is the illusion of their weakness. They're not actually weak. They might be physically weak, but on a mental soul level and pain tolerance level, like, not at all, right? Childbirth is probably the most, is, well, it's not technically the most painful thing, but it is one of the most painful things on earth, and they have to go through that for procreation, right? But, like, um, and another thing is, like, women do not, are not, like, the, the sisterhood has become so strong that, like, and it's in quotation marks, sisterhood, um, that, like, women don't, criticize like they get like catty and stuff but like 
the real bad behavior, like, it's not even just the men of these, like, high, like, like, a woman will go through this, right? And, like, let's say she goes through all this, right? Where she's preyed upon, da 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 and, and then she gets later in life, and her options start running low. Well, there's a couple ways that she can deal with it, right? But mainly because they don't even understand what's going on. They just think everyone's evil and da-da-da because, you know, like, one of the things that can happen and does often happen is a woman who's, let's say, past her sexual prime or, like, her prime attraction, right, and doesn't have options anymore, well, what she'll do is she'll, like, find a younger woman, right, who is entering her prime, become her, befriend her, right, and then thrust her into the same lifestyle that left her with no options, right, because it's the only thing she knows, and, tell, and, and she remembers all the good times, right, um, and she wants to keep that going, but she can't do it herself anymore, and thrust her in those, thrust her in those situations, and then she gets, like, the vig, basically, right, because dudes will buy a drink for the pretty girl and all her friends, right, so you have women preying on the beauty of other women, and that's not even, like, acknowledged, you know what I mean? Like as by society, oh, like it, as far as society's concerned, that's a fucking fairy tale that never happens. But you can observe, you can go down the bar or a fucking club or a fucking some music event and see it in real time every any day you want. You know, where you know, and it's just like that needs to be brought to light more. You know what I mean? Um, but like, yeah, pursuit of money is the biggest one. Like the pursuit of the bag. Uh, another one is just like the height thing. Right, you know, because remember, like these people, they're breeders. Like the, at the very top, like they're on it. They're trying to make themselves better than everybody else, and make everyone else stupid, or weak, or like, or perfect for certain roles. You know, they're they're autisming people. They're autisming people. Yeah, ex yeah. Ex exactly. Is the way I'm putting it, right? And like, like the six foot thing is like hilarious <coughs> for me too, because like once again, this is like a, a big problem. Is um, is uh, a big problem that we as humans have in terms of fighting against this is not understanding where our instincts come from. Like, so there's a lot of women today, apparently, um, I haven't ever had any issues myself. I'm 5'11", though, so I'm not, like, I'm average size, so maybe it just doesn't come up as much. But, like, like um, on, uh, like, Tinder, if you make a female profile, right, you can select by height. So you say, I don't want a guy under six feet, right? Boop. And, and the Tinder will even show you dudes underneath that height, Right. And why do women like six? Oh, it's just there's something about them. There's something about them. Da -da, they gotta be da -da, da da right? And they have all these like reasons that they're verbalizing, but it really just comes from how they feel, and they don't understand where that feelings come from, right? And where it comes from is actually super fucking obvious. When you're a child, the time when you feel the most secure is when you're holding dad's hand, looking up at your parents. So it's just it's just the act of doing this. So that's why they like guys were talking. You know, like it's basic shit. And it's not shit you should be deciding the whole rest of your life over. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like a, a primal instinct for safety and security. Yes, we all want that. But to act on that basic impulse without any knowledge or forethought and then to do it in such a way where you're, you're prideful in doing so is not a sign of intellect or thought or... Or, or, or authentic or feeling. Or authentic like, feeling or yeah. any of that. It's, yeah. just, it's just like... It's just base primal instinct, you know? And that's, and that's a... a, a uh, another I guess huge problem but like I said the main thing for me is just like the lionization of pursuit of money you know um, the lionization of independence when all the wealthiest people in the world like the controllers of the world are inter they're familiarly interdependent you know they're not codependent they're not independent they're interdependent right yeah they make up for each other's weaknesses you know what I mean you know 
and like the the modern independent woman there's tons of data on this now it's just like you know they on an instinctual level are having trouble finding like mates because you know they see the money as the thing and so anyone who makes less money for them than them is less attractive right but they're automatically making more money than the average man because they're given so much so the people who are instinctively attractive are the ones who have more money than them which is generally the top percentage which have created the whole system so they can predate on people so like it's like it's a kind of fucking problem you know <laughs> i don't know what else to say you know like it's 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 frustrating and nightmarish for me you know and yeah and it's and like I said, I'm not saying all or did I'm just saying these are like this is this is the means by which society has been ushered into this fucking craziness. You know yeah, what I mean? it's yeah, it's weird. Um, I I have just like a real simple, just yeah. not too complex. Like this is yeah. what I noticed. Yeah. The feminist thought goes something like this: Don't look at me. Why are you looking at me? Like don't object. Don't yeah. don't don't have. But I want to wear whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm just going to do it real openly like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if your natural impulse says, like, wow, that's a nice ass, I'd like to, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. have sex with it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like a crime. It's like a thought yeah. crime or something. Yeah, a thought yeah. crime. And, 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 and this is, um, I mean, this is, like, an issue, too, like, because, like, um, it's like, uh, how should I, it's like, they want, it's like, being sexual it's like you you have to. It's like they. It's like I don't know. It's it's hard to describe because it is really weird. But like I said, I, I think what it ultimately comes down to is that um, the primary thing that a the primary value to a woman for a man is her sexuality, right? And the reality situation is that's worked for a long time. The people at the very very top are using that. To maintain power and to and to like maximize her sexual selection, right? And so, to make it's 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 like once again it's like you know you know right. So the people that know know that that's what matters, right? Because uh, you know like you're more able to have children when you're you know when your woman's at her sexual peak. That's also when she's at her healthy. Like we're not actually thinking she's sexy because we're objectifying her. We're thinking she's sexy because she has the best chance. Like, on a primal level, this is our primal instinct, this woman is of a young enough age and fit enough that she has the best chance to live through and survive the hardships of childbirth. That's what it's actually about. That's what attraction is about. What makes more people stick around, you know? And so, so when you're asking people to find women non-sexual, what you're actually saying is to, is like, well, it, it's like you're devaluing the creation of additional children in a sense, right? Because you're like being like, because this is an instinct to have children. You're saying, well, the instinct to have children is taboo in a sense, right? Like, and um, that's just really weird to me. Because <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. I just say it's like, like so counterintuitive yeah, to the it, basic yeah, idea behind this whole thing. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> like, it's, it's that's exactly what it's just like. To, the, the, to want to have shown is taboo, you know? And and I think a lot of this, once again, just comes down to the population thing because it seems like a 4chan is a great example of this. Like, if there's this, this website called 4chan that has, it gets a lot of gruff for being like a really, um, yeah. 
visceral place in terms of language, yeah. right? There's actually a whole sub. There's a whole culture behind it that could only exist on the internet. That that there's actually a deeper level to all that. Like it's all like that visceral language that people disagree with. That's all like um, testing. It's testing. It's how you sort the people who are part of the culture out from people who aren't part of the culture. It's like their own version of you know you know, right? And the thing is, is it's kind of like this bubbling madness. But when like one good idea happens. The like human hive mind that's available there, since people have no, since there's no reason, egotistically, and it doesn't affect your reputation at all, because you're already bottom of the barrel reputation wise, right? Because everybody is. That's what it is. We're all shit. shit Anonymous is essentially like you're yeah. you're nothing because you're yeah, yeah, the ninety eight percent and below. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and so so they they do these incredible feats from time to time, where they literally change society from a random ass forum. You know, like. Uh, there's this one they did um, called. Uh, there's this big like free bleeding movement in the colleges. I don't know if you heard about this. It was like in, we'll say like in 2013 or something like that, right? Whereas like it became a sign of feminine power, like or like you know maximum feminism, you know, where like you didn't need you know um, tam to not wear tampons, right? There's the free you can look it up free bleeding movement, right? And it became like this cultural thing. Within the colleges, where like women were doing this, and, like taking pride in it, and da da da, da. and it all started from a random ass book because people archive these things, you know, like the 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 the, <coughs> the forums themselves turn over an incredible rate, but you can create internet archives that take like a snapshot of how it was at that time. Yeah. But that whole freeing bleeding movement, which really took the colleges by storm within certain social sciences, you know, um, that was created by some dude unfortunately being like, I'll bet we need these dumb bitches to bleed on themselves. <laughs> like that's that's all it was, and you have college educated women. There was this phase where it was happening, and, and the way they do it is incredibly fucking simple, which is they just create these, like, proxy accounts that prop up opinions, and, it, and all they have to do is get one of the main writers or, like, one of the main, uh, like, um, centers for that, like, particular cultural output to write an article on it. And then the way these people work, they all, they don't do any peer review. Like, they all just back what each other say because they're on the, the same paradigm of thought like they it doesn't matter what the truth is like their 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 personal identity is so deeply entrenched now in being correct like in this particular dogma being correct that they just go with it as long as it's like one of the like leaders or like spokespeople or something recognized as like a spokespeople for the culture says it it's true and it doesn't matter you know and anything that says otherwise is bullshit and i mean and this has been going i mean like they saw it like do you know who sokol is no this is amazing all right, so there's this dude called Sokol, right? There's something called the Sokol Affair. I think it was in the 97, 98. He saw this all coming down the line. Um, where he realized that the social science, or this political ideology is trying to take root, and they weren't actually doing science. There wasn't any peer review process, right? And no one was listening to them, no one was listening to them, da-da-da-da. And so we did this cool little experiment where he basically wrote a letter, put, like, a wax seal on it, like, like sealed letter, and gave it to, like, the dean of the college, right, at, like, the beginning of the year. And then shortly after that, like, I don't know if he did it in secret or whatever, but, you know, he gives, he gives a seal letter to the dean. He said, hang on to this. We're going to read it at the end of the year, right? And then he wrote this uh, treatise, which you can probably find. There's actually programs now that will make Sokol documents for you because it's such this famous thing in specific scholastic levels or school, uh, specific scholastic spots, right? And then he wrote this, like, document on how the speed of light was, like, patriarchal and was, like, bullshit, basically, and like had this, all these breakdowns. He used all the right buzzwords. Da, da, da. You can probably find the original one online. Like I'd, I'd be willing to look for it right now if we uh, 
had internet in here, but we, but just look for it. Sokol. Just look it up. Sokol. S-O-K-A-L. Um, and you can probably find the original document. And um, and it was just it went it would immediately went to the top. Like like one the 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 political the 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 social sciences in that school that were pushing the specific ideology. They were just so psyched to have a physicist like this renowned physicist come and like support everything they're saying and da 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 da. You know, and they're just like, oh, this guy's awesome. Right, this is exactly what we needed. This we really are legit science. Look, a physicist agrees with everything we're saying, and within like months, like dozens of articles popped up that like, like uh, that supported everything he said, citing back to him. Da da da. And they had, they had their own spinoffs, right? And it became like pretty quickly accepted, you know. And then at the end of the year, they opened the letter, and what he had wrote on the letter was like, I recognize, I saw, I found out this thing was happening. And I just want everyone to know that this thing that I wrote is all bullshit. And we'll be able to test by the end of the year whether or not the peer review process is working as it's supposed to, or if these people are just total ideologues, based on what has happened up until this letter has been read. You know, I'm summing up, but that's basically what it said: is like this article that I wrote is bullshit. My prediction is, even though it is bullshit, no one's gonna fucking figure it out. And he was right; no one figured it out, and no one even really fucking heard about it outside like that specific college to this day. You know, and yet this same group that fell for that trick. Now, pretty much runs the social sciences, the nationwide, and most of the schooling within public schools. The 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 ideologies that this group subscribed to are now being taught to children in school. You know, even though they've been outed as like totally full of shit, and people just don't know. You know, and so it's it's a weird time. After taking epistemology in college, like <laughs> I kind of got brought down to my knees. I'm like, I don't even understand what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I've been fed who yeah. knows how much yeah. lies, who knows how much what. I don't know, you know, and... The big breaking point for me in college is I was going to this humanitarian class, and I had a teacher, a professor, tell me... I mean, granted, it wasn't like a renowned school, but who even cares? Even the renowned schools right now are just... They've still been dealing with the subject matter for 30 years. Yeah, you know, and, like, I had literally, though, like, a a college professor tell me that Wikipedia... A a professor, he was teaching the class, tell me that Wikipedia was a citable source. All right? I know. I, I I hope everyone realizes who listens to this why that's dumb. You know, I'm not even going to explain it. Like, just think about it. You know, like it's 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 anyone can write anything on there. You know, and then you you also factor in now that on like I mean I mean I'm pretty sure Wikipedia is dead these days. Or at least it's dead to me. But I hope people still aren't using it. But and then also like it's good for like certain things like shit that's like basic science. Yeah. You probably find it on Wikipedia, it's probably legit, you know, how what chemistry symbols mean what, shit like that, right? But like people get like their political opinions from that, and that's a bad idea. Because there's now corporations who you pay to sit on Wikipedia and make sure it fucking pays a certain thing. I remember in like uh, two thousand I wanna say eleven, it was when, like the big this is there two thousand nine to two thousand eleven is when like atheism was really hitting like the main screen, you know, like the public domain, you know. And I swear to God. You could go to the fucking page on Hitler, like the Wikipedia page on Hitler, and it was happening so fast back and forth as these two ideological groups were fighting for control of the narrative. Like, depending on the day you went, he'd be a Christian or an atheist on Wikipedia. Yeah. You know, it was that thing. Because I heard that just in yeah, talking. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, no, um, uh, Adolf Hitler, mm-hmm. he was a socialist. I'm like, well, well he was a national socialist. Yeah, he was, no, he no, was yeah. a militant person, no. nationalistic. No. He was socialist. Yeah, yeah. And he was the worker party movement. Yeah, yeah. And then he did X, Y, Z. So it's like, he was totalitarian. And then people yeah. say, like, well, no, that's a lie. That's just Wikipedia. I'm like, well, no. That's what totalitarianism is. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, well, no, he was he was against God. He was yeah. a socialist. And I'm yeah. like, well, that's that sounds good for your point of view, but let's look at 
Yeah. With the reality, you know, so yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I thought of him, like, like, my basic religious opinion is everyone's personal relationship between themselves and what they call God or whatever is their personal relationship, and they keep the rest of us the fuck out of it. Pretty basic, you know? Like, yes, have that personal relationship. I appreciate love you for personal relationship, but keep the rest of us out of it. Don't try and push your thing on me. And an extension of that, my political fucking opinion is basically the same. It's your person. My political opinion is this: your personal relationship between somebody, between yourself and somebody who's a hundred thousand miles away, ripping you off, is your personal relationship between you and that person ripping you off. And you can leave the rest of us the fuck out of it. But that's not what's happening, right? Well, I'm being ripped off. Well. Everyone else needs to be get ripped off too, you know. Is that how it feels like? You know, I'm paying taxes. Everyone needs got got to pay, you know. Like, and it's like one, no, and then two. Why is anyone paying anyone at these group? Like, here's the thing to think about: on a deeper instinctual level, every fucking project given to the government is almost guaranteed to get worse, just guaranteed, because in order for the people within the position to fix it, to in, to make their own lives better, the problem has to get worse, right? Because they fix the problem, well, they shut down that part of the government. Oh, okay. let's say we had a, let's say we had something to like, right? You know, cure yeah. cancer, right? And we made a government committee to cure cancer, and they succeed. Well, they succeeded. Now they all have to go find new jobs. Right. right? Done. <laughs> Done. Right. Who's gonna do that? Whereas the reality is, if the problem gets worse and gets exaggerated, well, I need additional funds. I need additional employees. And as they get additional employees, all they do is phase out their own labor and like start living off the back of the bureaucracy as a from a managerial position. But they're really not managing shit. They're just creating wealth for themselves, using the system, and patting themselves on the back the whole time like they're doing a good fucking thing as the problem gets worse and worse and worse. And you can look at that for literally every single fucking thing that we've ever put the government in charge of. Crime, way worse than it used to be. Like, like in the 80s it went down the spike down there's an interesting theory in Freakonomics about that like the drop in crime had something to do with abortion whole random tangent right but like look at crime climate change like all these problems that we're supposed to have that they're supposed to be working on have only gotten worse under their the breakup of the family you know uh, like like have only gotten worse as time goes on the longer it maintains the longer that the the responsibility is ceded to government benefactors the worst problem gets because they have no actual incentive to make to fix the problem. They are actually incentivized on a deep, deeper subconscious level to make it worse in order to increase their own station and access to resources. You know, yeah. Even your basic nice person who thinks they're doing a good thing on a deeper subconscious level is going to be working against that goal. You know. Yeah. I mean? Essentially, like we could even like because you have to appeal to ideology because. Well, People yeah. in this country appeal to ideology because yeah. one, it makes them feel like they know stuff and that mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. they're comfortable and that reality is what they think it is. Yeah. But not only that, but like it's a greater control mechanism, an umbrella network of, all right, we got to be keepers of the gardens because we're good Christians and yeah, you know, yeah, we've yeah. fallen and we can't yeah. do that. But yeah. but like okay, so then why do you keep voting for these people who network to make sure yeah. this natural system collapses because they want to keep generating their shit? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because they, they keep voting for them because yeah. they're the Christian candidate or whatever. Yeah, yeah, or the whatever. Yeah. Even though I'm like this nice, preserving, you know, self-effacing, uh, world-loving well, person I'm supposed to be. <laughs> no, I'm, I, yeah, well, I'm like, a, I'm a little active in the local politics right now of this, this community, and I can say something I've observed is Part of it is people don't really want to, like, deal with these larger problems. 
they like they they're just like it's just beyond them. Like I can't, I don't want to, you know. Like it's it's too much, and I can see where they're coming from. But at the same time, it's like, um, it's I don't know any way around it personally. Like like people don't want to be involved. They don't want to be involved. But it's like we're running in this situation where people are just doing sh- like people are on autopilot. Like everybody's just on fucking autopilot, and they don't even see like everyone's. Everyone's worried about the symptoms and ignoring the cause. You know what I mean? Like, and and then not only that, the world gets scarier once you realize what's really true. Like, the reality situation is, let's say you're in the middle of a street, right? Somebody shoots somebody in a crowd or at a festival even. And we're not talking like a mask. We're just like someone with a 22 pops someone in the face and walks off, right? Um, how the fuck are the cops going to catch that person? I mean, even if they don't have any money or any resources, all they have is a 22 and a double-sided hoodie, like, how the hell can catch that person? There's thousands of people there. Dozens of people are going to be saying who they think it is based on their, well, I saw a guy, he was a little sketchy, so I think blah, blah, blah. You can see this happening at the bar with, like, basic misunderstandings, you know? Like, I had a dude just last night at the fucking house out with three of my buddies, and one friend of mine saw this girl and was trying to be cute and flirty, you know, and she's like, what's your name? He's like, uh... Um, and he's getting ready, uh, and he was getting ready to go to like extra or different bars or something. He's like, "Well, I'd come with me, and maybe I'll tell you your name. I'll tell you my name, right?" The other guy, because you know he was a little high and smoking weed or whatever, thought took that as like a creepazoid move and like got in his face about it. They started having like a whole fight, and they both thought that he, they were both bad. They both thought the worst of the other person, just based off a miscommunication, right? And then you multiply that tenfold in like a crowded situation with. A bunch of people who are on various drugs, which is what it is like. Even not even walking, you walk down the street in New York, guaranteed half the fucking people around you are high as fuck on something, whether it's an illegal drug or the Adderall they've been prescribed or whatever the fuck. No one is in their right mind, you know. And like the reality situation is, anyone can do anything at any time to anybody else, and the only one can protect you from that is you, you know. The the only thing you're really protected from is, I would say. Um. A violation of your personhood over an extended period of time, right? Because the longer you're you're being violated, whether you're being tortured or killed or whatever it is, you know, the longer that take, the longer the more time there is for people to marshal their faculties around and figure out what the fuck's really going on because it's persisting, right? But in terms of like an act of random violence or robbery or rape or murder or any of that, like someone who truly understands how the world works and is not panicked can do whatever the fuck they want, and then you and then when you and then when you think that the people at the very top with the maximum ability to move around max the, who have maximized their free their free their freedom basically like they really can do whatever they want because they can leave the country in like a day on a private jet and that's what they're doing they're just going around predating on everyone and all these systems we have to protect people is just making is actually just making them more vulnerable to predators you know like the whole get rid of no one should be armed bullshit everyone should have fucking gun on their side like the wild wild west you know like right now we live in such a volatile period that there might like it would be bad to implement now like we were like that for a while if it just stayed like that it might be pretty fun calm right now but now that we're in this crazy period of like i you know people through their own biases getting stuck in these like ruts because of what they read online the algorithm's just you know it's like ultimately divisive you know, because everyone is like in this world of yeah. like, everyone's in this box where it's just them, but they all believe they have absolutely support of all of society behind them because of the way that Google delivers you information that you know that agrees with your preconceived biases and just reinforces them, right? 
And so, like, this is a really volatile period we live in. You know, we just... Nothing's exploded yet. Or people keep seeking what they already know. Exactly. As well, because, I mean, you have the conscious community here mm-hmm. in Nevada City. Oh, it's been, you know... And, like, there's well, a lot of confirmation uh, bias going on. A, right. a lot of re... But also, a lot, of, a lot of these same people that are here... Uh-huh. They've gone outside of their original programming, like a lot of them. That makes sense. This is a good place for that too, but um, but what I would say though is um, you, you it's hard to escape bias, like, and, and, but it is also it's also bullshit to say that everything's only driven by bias, right? Like myself, I I was a hardcore atheist for a long ass time. And still consider myself, in a way, an atheist, because I'm really about empiricism and what's observable, right? But I definitely now have a deeper sense of spirituality and absolutely believe in, like, a God, conscious being, energetic wavelength, whatever the fuck you want to call it. It's just the thing I've experienced at this point. High and not high. Like, sober and high, like, it's like once you cross the bridge, you just start seeing the world in a different way, and you realize how vast the potentiality of what's out there really fucking is, you know, like, the best way I can think of to break it down is, so we know that there's infrared light, right, because we have instruments that let us observe infrared in the visual spectrum, right, technically we're looking at heat, but we know there's a visual spectrum that we don't naturally observe that is observable visually, right, same for ultraviolet, and we know there's, it goes up and down in both directions, we don't know how far, probably forever, I would imagine, based off everything else we've seen. You know what I mean? And if that's true for sight, right, then there's no reason not to say that's not necessarily true for every other sense we have, right? There are tastes we don't taste. There are, feel, there are things that we touch things that we don't feel because just, they exist on a different spectrum, you know? The same way infrared exists on a different spectrum of visual acuity, right? So that means that there's layered spectrums of existence there is no reason not to presume that there are not things inside those spectrums of existence that interact with us that we don't necessarily that we don't necessarily observe, but observe us and interact with us, right? The same way a virus interacts with us, even though we don't observe it without instrumentation. You know what I mean? Precisely. Yes. And, yeah. And so, yeah. like within that sphere, well, okay, well, that means now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, like demons or spirits or whatever the fuck you want to call them, those are the the not only do those might exist they probably likely likely to you know what i mean and then you and then and this is why like the whole vaccinate and like all this this like 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 the humans like a 500 million anti- viral antigens just microscopically not even getting into the fact that there's spectrums of sight and sound and taste and touch that could have shit in it that we don't even like have no way of perceiving right now or is fucking you know that is interact like the idea that you're going to be like this is what's causing it like the whole that like this, and the only way that you can be fixed is to like give up your ability to like reason. You know, like like honestly, if you think about it, like like if you look at the vaccine, like that's this like no, I don't know anything about disease, but I can say the fact that the the company like Moderna, right? Moderna right now. Like the, 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 for like you know what a UI, uh, IUD is or like women put them in the, you know it's like oh yeah you know what I mean well there's a, there's a class action lawsuit in Mer- for against Moderna which last time I checked was a few years ago which was two hundred seventy three hundred thousand women were suing them because they became infertile or they had to puncture their cervix wall and they had to go into certain like these were not good devices 
273,000, 100,000 is a lot of fucking women, right? Like, how many are even using the UID? Is that 50%? Is it 30%? I have no idea. You know, they don't release that information, you know? Um, that's one of the companies producing the vaccine, right? And then you have Pfizer, which you can Google this, which, you know, and Google is not our friend, but, like, when it comes to, like, a free exchange of information, they're not doing that, right? And, like, Pfizer, of all the companies on Earth, has the world record for the most money paid in the lawsuit for medical malpractice. And they're the ones producing these, like, I don't need to know anything about a sickness to know I don't want their shit in my body. You know what I mean? Like, just, just flat out. And yet we have all these mandates, and, like, they're making not getting it almost like a criminal. You know what I mean? Um, and so that's like just that's just like an aside, right? Like, I, I, like people say that's a political opinion, but for me, it's just like I don't, I don't see anything political about it. You, you know? shouldn't have to trust it. That's yeah, 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 yeah. At yeah, minimum, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, at minimum, I should even have if it's to. wrong, it's like <laughs> I shouldn't have to trust it. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't have to. You know, <laughs> exactly, dude. It's crazy out here. Um, but uh, yeah, I think a lot of labor shortages, like I said, is coming through. A lot of people are waking up, uh, and like once once again, like, what is the point, like? Like, I know as, as uh, a man, like, personally, like, now, because I have this kind of, like, wider view of the causes and effects of, like, what's causing a lot of harm in our society, and I have in my own personal past a woman who's been, like, really incredibly damaged by it, like, the behaviors themselves that prop it up have become repulsive to me. You know what I mean? Like, like repulsive. And, that like, that's made definitely my ability to, like, date more difficult and da 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 and I, and I can't be the only guy going through this you know what I mean is the way I think about it like if I'm going through it and I'm not that I'm not anybody special and I see other sp- spokesmen kind of kind of skirting around the same concepts you know and maybe they're having conversations like this in private but they're not ready to put it out in public you know what I mean um, it's just I just think that's what's happening you know like why is there any like, why should I pursue any type of value in that well, what society terms as value, money, nice car, da-da-da, when I can never, ever, 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 ever um, uh, actually reach the pinnacle of the people in control. And what I'm actually competing for is, unless I'm extremely lucky at a young age, is just the damaged leftovers of traumatized people who have already been abused by this system that's because I'm pursuing that I'm helping prop up you know I'm like what I'm gonna get like a like you know I'm I'm gonna get a family life and like a wife and a kid and the the happy American dream life out of that you know it ain't gonna fucking happen you know I'm in for like a long rocky road of like torture and hardship for no good reward and I think people are recognizing that fact especially men because we're pretty much fucking from the get, like, just stacked up and put in a, like, you know, fucking military prison, you know, or fucking corporate job, just wasting away life under flesh and lights, right? You know, and then if you're lucky enough to reach, you know, the the higher echelons where you become, like, a rap star or a movie star or whatever, you know, you're going you're gonna to experience a, a little bit of that access, a tiny, tiny bit. But that little access you get to the good life is is built upon the back of this massive amount of misery so the people who are even above you have infinite access, you know, and do nothing with it except hurt people. So it's, it's, it's like, you know, and help themselves. So it's just like, 
it just gets to a point where you're just like you ethically can't even participate if you have a, a greater ethical understanding of what's happening around you. You know, you can't. Like, it becomes impossible. You feel guilty going to like going to work makes you feel bad. You know what I mean? That's why I only work with my friends. You know, I don't. I I don't work over the table. I don't fill a W two. I've never filed a tax return in my life. You know, like I don't even in the military. I didn't file a tax return. That was just because like. Once again, it's just like I didn't see the point. Government probably owes me money in reality, but it's just like the people who live millions of miles away don't actually have any more control of your life than you can give them. Washington has no control over anybody, right? Like you, you, like I'm, I'm a local politics right now. We're trying to get our board of supervisors recalled, right? Here we we issued recall to file them, right? We have a stack, like a dossier of evidence of everything from literally war crimes to basic perjury that our local board of supervisors in this little town of three thousand people is doing. And I can't get the police to do anything about it. I can't do the sheriffs to do anything about it. I can't get the military to do anything about it, right? Like, like because no one wants to make the call, right? No one's like, ah, uh, you know, it just caused so many problems. So we're just going to keep letting this bad shit happen, right? But now we're reaching a point, like, we can't do that, right? Like, the, the, the main reason that we're going after them right now is because the main issue that we're going to be dealing with as a community next year is there's mines in this town but they want to reopen. Well, these mines have 500,000 gallons of mercury and arsenic-laden water in them. They're, they're sumps, if you know what a sump is, right? Mm -hmm. 500,000 gallons of water, and they have to pump that water out. And no matter what they fucking say they're going to do with the water, what in the actuality they're going to do is they're going to pump it out and dump it on the ground. How do I know that? Because that's what's happened every other fucking time in history. Every other fucking time in history. Never, ever, ever has a corporation or a group operating in this way done the right thing you know like like look like flint michigan or like there's a they had something similar happen in like a mining town in like the midwest there's a whole movie about it where everyone got cancer and like you know and that's about to happen here unless these people are fucking stopped and i can't get the police to act on act on fucking perjury that's happening right in front of them you know like like it's it's ridiculous so we're just really getting to a point where everybody's just strapped the fuck up is how i feel about it like get a gun and do the right thing you know, and just go about your life, and don't, and, and just do whatever the fuck you want, because the reality situation, those are the rules that the people at the top are operating under, and every second you're not operating under those rules, you're just empowering them, you know, at least if good people would start doing the same fucking thing, we'd have some kind of balance, you know what I mean? So, if more people stand up, like, locally, and do this kind of thing, yeah, are there going to be uh, situations where they're going to call for... These are domestic terrorists. We have a domestic no, terrorist uprising. Because the thing is, is like, here's the reality: it's all clowns and costumes, right? Like, take the FBI. Like, like, it's all fucking clowns and costumes, right? You, you, you are safe as your community is protected, as and your community is as protected as it is organized, right? Now, um. The other thing is we're entering the next age, right? So it just, it kind of got to a point where it comes on the individual. If you become aware of this type of thing, how deep you want to get into the, like, fight for the soul of humanity, for lack of a better term, right? Because the technology that they threaten us with, they're more vulnerable to. The technology of observation, the technology, right? There's millions of us who are going through these problems that are being hoisted upon us. There's only a few of them benefiting, right? And there's like, like, so like, you're gonna be. It's gonna be way easier for you to find an elite, and his where he's hanging out through Facebook than it is for him to be able to find you among the morass of humanity. You know what I mean? Um, but like the the main thing is, yeah, locally it has to start grassroots. It has to be organized grassroots, and 
I, I like in a like people need like families in and communities within a localized sphere. If you're in the city, let's say it's your block, right? Need to start like just mobbing up, for lack of a better term. Like produce everything you can internally. You know, if you can grow food, grow to, like if you want to grow tomatoes or whatever, like like start producing your own fucking food immediately, right? If there's a city ordinance that you can't do that, you can't have chickens here, you can't have tomatoes or whatever, blah 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 blah. Ignore it. I mean, like ever since this Corona man, because like the the system at this point is fucked. Like like the only people keeping it alive are people just don't know, right? Like like this Corona mandate went down in this county. They were fining people and da da da. Well, there are at least two businesses that I know personally that every fine they've gotten, they've just torn up, thrown in the trash. Nothing's happened to them. No one's come to take that money from them. You know, one, they're businesses everyone loves, and then two, this this at least here, like it's just it's just not gonna happen because it's reached a point where people like me, well, I'm a military vet, other vets, right? Like they can't act. It's all fear based at this point, right? And so it's just it's time to just start ignoring it again, like the the federal mandates, and when I say federal mandates, I mean everything. Like I'm talking like, you know, like, like, like one everyone needs to be armed. So it's, 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 it's you know if so if temper, we we want to create a situation where if emotions are ele- elevate, people are more likely to get shot, including the police, right? Period. Like because. It, otherwise, like they're just gonna keep bullying you. Like, like we have people. Like the feds come here constantly and bust people. They don't come with warrants. They have none of the proper documentation. They just come in quick, you know, with like, uh, what you call it, like a show of force. You know, they have a helicopter, a couple armored vehicles. Will come into someone's property, take all the shit, and leave real quick. And that person is so afraid of the government and the federal power that um, that he he doesn't ever follow up or try and protect himself and they and like they come in like a military, you know? But they don't have any authority to do that. And the reality situation, if a community were to organize and be ready when a federal force came in like that and just whack them all, like give them an opportunity to surrender and take all the shit, um, that's probably like 50% of the federal government's ability to enforce anything, just in that small group, you know? Like, like they, they don't have that much power. They mainly rely on fear, coercion, and separation of people. You know, like if you look at like whenever the Indians do anything, for example, this is another great example. And whenever Native American tribes do any type of political event, the federal government responds way more forcefully to actions by Native Americans than by actions from anybody else. Way more forcefully, right? And the reason for that is because within the reservations themselves, they have created this kind of like mental prison where the Indians who were raised within reservations believe the entirety of the American population. It's 100% behind the federal government outside of just a few people who are on their side, right? And the reality is that's not the case. It's pretty much the opposite. But because no one actually ever responds to help the Indians on a large scale, uh, they have no reason to stop believing that, right? And the federal government, that's why it responds so harshly to them because it wants to show them that force. Like, yeah, we were, but that's like... Like, if they were stopped there, that'd be like 90% over with, like, almost instantly. You know what I mean? But like, like, it, like at this point too, like you look at Indians in Nevada, they probably, as a res, are to a point where they could actively like be like, "Yeah, we're going to war again. Fuck this." You know, like in terms of armament, access to resources, da da da. Because the federal government's been like slowing down. You know what I mean? But they're but as long as they believe like the military and da 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 is one hundred percent going to come at them, which they might have got too crazy, 
they won't, right? So, so the best way is for smaller groups, I feel like, the best way is for smaller groups to, like, get into it, like, fight club style. Like, learn from the Afghanis, you know, and just start, like, tracking down the bad actors one by one by one, you know? Like, you know, make make a target of yourself, but not an unconscious way. Like, you look at, like, Andrew Breitbart or certain celebrities who have, like, like, they've really been outspoken about this and they've died, right? Now, maybe they just died from a fucking drug overdose. Maybe it wasn't assassination. Maybe it was, right? But if you're going to put yourself into that visual realm, instead of just being out there, like, do some groundwork first. Be in an area. Like, don't be, like, traveling to fucking foreign lands where you don't know actually the landscape that's going to open you up, right? Um, or if you do do it, do it in a way where you're, like, protected. Um, but, like you know, be that visual, like, spokesperson for, like, change and da-da-da-da that is outing the game that they need to shut up. And if they do send anyone after you, have the assets in place to snatch that person up and trace the, like, okay, so who's your boss? Where do you come from? Da-da-da. Then you plug their information into programs like Montego. And you can use their, the same thing that NSA uses, we can use the civilians. Like, a lot of people don't know this. Like, everything that exists within the government is actually more accessible as a civilian than it is within the government. Right, even like deep search engines, right? Like, there's a search engine called Maltego that um, that is like uh, if you know how to use C++, you pretty much use it to its maximum capability. But basically, gives you the capabilities of the NSA as a private citizen, just one program. You know what I mean? And it's free. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, the, the 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 bots are 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 cost like twenty bucks each if you don't know how to program yourself. And I won't trust something in somebody else's program, but if you know C++, you can just make your own, you know? And, I don't know, I'm getting off, like, a weird, like, revolutionary tangent, but um, we are definitely getting to a point where people can't stand idly by anymore, or we're all fucked. It's how I feel, you know? Do you want to ask about something more political? I don't know. Um, or, uh, I mean, how, how do you, um, how do you organize society in such a way that we stop destroying the, empath the entropy of the earth. Yeah, yeah. We stop breaking down all the systems around us from the atmosphere down to the soil, you know, um, to produce items for this system. Okay, monetary. well, like, how do you... here, here, here's a model that I've created, created that I think would work really well and would actually be really cheap to get off the ground. And you've experienced a little bit because you see, like, these parties I'm throwing, right? This is all actually an experiment in, like, locally produced entertainment, right? Which the real situation is... As far as I can tell, it's pretty much far superior to everything that's being produced far afield right now in terms of actually, like, getting people hyped, you know? Like, when's the last time you've been really hyped to go see a movie? You know, like, like kind of generating these new experiences. But for me, I think the best way is to go to, like, a village system, like, spread back out, you know, that combines, like, kind of, let's say, indigenous technology, like Three Sisters Farming and stuff, with, like, the modern technology, you know what I mean? Like... Like, I've, I've lived, I grew up on a commune, I've lived in a few communes, but I feel like the best way to set up, like, a, an area of land, right, is, like, first you gotta get the food shelter situation taken care of, right? So, one, we gotta get rid of fucking houses. That is, that is retarded, right? The whole house thing is dumb as fuck, right? Um, like, you still need all those things, but it's much better to have them kind of, like, spaced out within a small area, you know? Like, so, instead of having a house with your bedrooms and da-da-da, it's way better to have, like... The kitchen house, which is the size of a kitchen, plus maybe like a little deck with like an outdoor dining area, you know, and have that be like the center, you know, and then over here you have like the bath house, which is like a sauna slash shower slash bathtub, 
right? And you have the actual, like, the waste house, which would be, like, some fucking concrete shed hooked up to a septic with, like, a stand-up shower so you don't need, like, toilet paper or anything. It's just, like, this is how I grew up, and this works really well. You just have your bathroom, your toilet, and then you have a stand-up shower and, like, a fucking center block shed, like, you know, just a little bit out away from everything else. You know, just keep your waste over there away from everything else. If you wanted to get into processing it, recycling it, you could, but just as a, just getting it started, just make a little fucking waste, you know, waste house, which is just the place to shit and take a shower so you don't need um, toilet paper, you know. Uh, and then and then you have, all right, so you got food taken care of, you got waste taken care of, you got basic cleanliness taken care of. Then you need a room. So you pop up a, a house room, which is just a house the size of a room, you know, and you pop that up a little ways. And then you can just add more as you need them. Because to build just a single room is much more structurally intensive than building a whole house, right? And then two, moving around the different structures throughout the day keeps you more active in general. You know, you got more likely to go outside, more likely to get daylight. You know, if you start setting up your gardens along the easy routes, you know, you, you'll get to a point where, like, you start getting, like, food from that. And then it's easier to, like, Maintain. Oh, I want a studio. Well, instead of having to like figure out what wall I'm gonna fucking knock down, I just build a studio house, which is another room, <coughs> x amount of feet, wherever. Just pop it up, boom, boom. And like yurts are really good for this. Like it's really easy to pop up like a ten by twelve room. Way easier than it is to build a whole structure for a bunch of people like, like, like I don't know the word like stack up in. You know, like that's what sit like like houses are just cities. They're like a small version of a city. You know, cities just a bunch of people stacked on top of each other. A house is just a smaller amount of people stacked up on top of each other. But we need to not do that. <laughs> That's the start. Um, the second thing is uh, there's this documentary I recommend people watch called Little Big Farm, where it's about permaculture. But they do it really quickly and really obviously. Like, they don't, they, they make some mistakes that cost them a lot of money, but it doesn't cost, I think it doesn't cost them $3 million by the end of the show, right? And that's after all the mistakes they make. So, one, if you watch that show, you can avoid a lot of the mistakes they make, right? because they did it for you. Um, and then and then two, you, you know, $3 million is basically fucking nothing in this world at this point. You know what I mean? And then three, you actually don't even need the money. You can just do the fucking labor. The only reason they had to pay someone else to do the labor is because they were from fucking L.A. and they didn't know anything. All they had was money, right? So they come out, they hire this farmer, like who's a super old dude who knows that they, it's a good documentary. But here's where they fuck up, which is the end of the documentary, it like ends on a sour note because... They can't get enough money. Like, they create tons of food, but a lot of it's just going to waste. Da-da-da-da, right? And they can't monetize it well enough to, like, even... They're barely paying their bills. Even they have created... Even though they create this excess of, like, food, right? Well, that's where they're stupid. Because what they should have done, or what I would have done, is I would have gone and, like, made a yurt, made, like, four or five little houses, and gone and find people that have skills that would be rather doing the thing they're good at but are stuck paying for food and shelter, you know? Like, go find the dude who likes to make chairs or wood carvings and be like, hey, man, I got a deal for you. Come live on my property. You don't have to pay anything because I don't give a fuck about money, right? Uh, all the food you want is produced here, and you basically, with very light labor because we've created an ecosystem where all the animals balance each other out, everything's just working, you know what I mean, which is what they did in the documentary. Uh, and you can live here and eat here, and the only thing I want you to do is do the thing that you really want to do. Like, so say he makes chairs, he likes wood carving. Okay, you wood carve. And occasionally I'm gonna come over here, when you get too many wood carvings, I'm gonna take some. I'm gonna go do stuff with them, and that's your rent, right? Is for me to get your excess and to do shit with it, which I'm gonna sell it. 
trade it, whatever. You know? Invite more people to come live wherever. Yeah, yeah. And then so you got one craftsman, and then you have another craftsman, <coughs> you have two or three, right? And then, well, once, and then, the, and then the other thing you have to do is you have to make sure that some of these places, like, you, the, the, like, fairs are important in a sense. Like, I would create a, like, 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 envision like that, right? And then on top of that, you have just, like, these people coming through occasionally to throw a party and trading shit they brought, you know, and, like, you, you start reaching a place where, like, like, everywhere's just a village where all, every, all your needs are within a walking distance from another village where all your needs are met. And, like, the buildings, like, no one has a personal attachment to the building, you know, and, like, you can literally walk from party to party eating food, like, all around the fucking world. You know what I mean? Like, that would be the best way to do it. You know what I mean? You don't need money. You know, like, like you all you can have fancy rocks, little statuette carvings, whatever. You know, and you could set up a global society like that. No fucking problem at this point, especially with our intercommunication. You know, the main problem we're going to run into is keeping like the infrastructure going. But if we decentralize the infrastructure, uh, it's not actually that big a deal. You know what I mean? Like, there's no reason for us to have these massive companies controlling these massive um, like these massive uh, organizations where they're the ones in charge of keeping your lights on right like if you were just in charge of keeping your own fucking lights on it wouldn't be that big a deal you know what I mean like with modern technology 3D printing solar panels like if people were to start just generating these things like and just like doing it and not care about what the law said as long as you're doing shit like that, no, what, the cops are going to come shut you down for, like, generating your own power? Maybe eventually, if we continue down our current route that society's going, you know, where they're prisoners to, like, their paycheck, you know, but, like, if, if most people are good people at heart, if you're not hurting anybody, you're just doing your real, your real thing, like, it's fine. Where it gets sketchy is where there's people who are, like, willing to do violence against you for just being independent, right? And... I feel like the way that has to be handled now that we've reached our current technological peak is it just needs to be handled like Fight Club style. Like people need to start like start just like network locally. People on the internet don't fucking matter. Not your friends. You know the internet is good for keeping. The only thing that social media is good for is keeping in touch with people that you've met in real life. That's it. It's not good for memes or conversations beyond where are you? Can we meet? Or what part of the country you're in? Can I make it over? Like functional shit, right? If you're using, or, and the and, and entertainment is the other thing, right? But even the entertainment factors like start to die a little bit, you know, because there's so much garbage, you know? But um, yeah, for me, I would say like uh, a, a society of villages where, uh, that were backed by kind of like technocratic industry or te te technology, but small, like hi hyper, hyper technology and small, Areas that's like all privately owned, and by privately owned, I mean just owned by the individual who owns it. You know, not by a company. Or I just mean like, I have gotten some solar panels. These are my solar panels to put on my bus. You know, like stuff like that. You know what I mean? But yeah, going first of all, going to a village thing, get people out of the cities is a big thing because the cities are a large driving force of all this. Like the the it's not the it's not overpopulation is a problem. It's that cities on Earth. And having people stacked in cities is a problem. You know what I mean? Like, cause, because, like, it's, they're just like, like, it's not that humans are a cancer. It's like the city is a cancer, you know, and they create disease. You have so many people stacked up on top of each other, you know, it, 
I, like it's just you know you just go to a city and if you really are like in tune you can see that people are just like more on edge and it probably is because they realize they're surrounded by a million people and people are fuck crazy you know what I mean like so it's just I don't know that's that would say I say my ideal society would be get to like barter based society we're like it's like that fucking meme it's like we created all this technology like there's this meme it's just like oh so all you do is eat figs and drink almonds you know like or, and drink milk you just like hang out party all the time um, and the guy's like, no, it's like, you know, it's the unsmiling face. Like, no, you know, but we really do have that capability, like you said. And the only thing that's keeping us in this slump is coercion and control by a few bad actors at the very top who are using the modern society and the, mo in quotation marks, are, are using the modern society uh, as a way to, to uh, be predators, to predate on everyone else, you know. And so, like, it just got to stop. And the only way to stop is to stop in your own life. Make sure you don't strive to become that and then don't tolerate it around you and just start doing what you want and not worry about, like, eating or anything like that. Like, like don't, not worry, so that's not, you can't not worry about eating, but, like, don't look at money as a vehicle to fulfill your needs because every, the ability to fulfill your needs you have internally, you know, like, you'll, and people are genuinely good generally good so most people will help you if you ask for help you know but the more desperate they are the less likely they are to help right which is once again why cities are so bad because everyone in the city is fucking desperate all the time you know so it's a really cold hard place and it's like we're arranged in such a way where again like we're autismed out mm -hmm. to where people they like are, hyper specialized they're like okay i'm hyper specialized and i'm doing the same thing all day and i'm doing it five days a week and then when i get home those 80% of my days, yeah. I'm so stressed out and tired, I don't look at how I could, you know, uh, grow my own food, how I could be yeah. independent at all, how yeah. I could be self-sustaining within a community, right. like nothing. Right. This, like, this, this is like, so this is the big problem with cities, it's <laughs> like, this will be the, I, I, I think if we are going to enter into an age of good, like I feel like we're like at a crossroads within the next five, ten years, it's going to go one way or the other way. Right, in terms of like we're either gonna finally introduce a system of total totalitarian control and like lockdown for a significantly longer period of time than we had imagined was possible. It'll eventually degrade. All systems do, but either that's gonna happen through the digitalizing of currency and like having all your money, you know, tracking everything you do. Like they just they just made it so. Um, if you're using Cash App or digital currency in any type of way, now that's getting taxed, double taxed. You know, every time you make a transfer on Cash App, you got to pay the government some, right? Um, so if people embrace this and continue to pay all their resources ever to continue to get drained into the system, like, they're going to continue to be able to push forward the technologies to maintain and keep their control and push technologies that are ultimately harmful to us as individuals because they're not actually created with our best interests at heart. They're created with the best interests of the elite at heart. And, they, and they're totally conscious of what they're doing from the, at the highest level. There are, and the highest level is not many people. It's probably like 200 people, if you just really break it down. In the hundreds, not in the hundreds of thousands. Yeah, yeah, like in the hundreds, you know, who really know what the fuck is up. You know, and everyone else to them, it's like, it's just their family members, you know, the retarded cousins. Who, well, he's still family. He gets all the freedoms and da-da-da-da, but he's definitely not, you know, he's just going to, fuck around his whole life. You know, he is living in figs and fancy land, but but he's so divorced from consequence that, he, like, these, these these children of these elite people, right, who they're protecting 
based off their familial connection, are so divorced from consequence that they are constantly doing horrific things to people on an individual level, and they don't even fucking... It's like nothing, you know? Like, like the raping a woman, killing a dude for, like, giving... Like, like, they're just doing shit like this, like cartel shit, you know? And they're doing it with, like, a smile on their face because, like, they're divorced from consequence of those actions. They will experience no consequence because of who their family is. You know what I mean? And that's got to fucking stop. And the only way that's going to stop is people start getting smart themselves and strapping up. You know, like everyone should have a CCA. Everyone should have a basic idea of how to defend themselves. Everyone should have, should have at least one point in their life killed an animal for food and got used to it. You know what I mean? And like, that's everybody should be doing this, you know, in my, in my opinion. Because that is the only way to protect yourself against the real predators that actually exist who that is the only protection against them is to do that. Because they live on a level that you like, you don't exist on. You know what I mean? Like you are a NPC to them. You know what I mean? And if you're not living the kind of life where you're ever gonna run into them, or you're unlikely to, maybe it's never gonna matter, right? But if you're if if you're trying to strive for wealth and access to resources and like a family, the the more successful you are at doing that, the more likely you're gonna run into them because they're very successful at doing it because they can do whatever the fuck they want. You know what I mean? And like. And, and, and that's just is the way it is, you know, especially if you're going to be going to stuff, if you're someone in the entertainment industry, like, which is a large way of how they maintain that control, like, you either got to be going in there ready to sign a deal with the devil or going in there to fight the devil. And, like, if you're not going into entertainment with that mentality, like, you're not going to go anywhere in entertainment, you know, you're either going to, you're either going to bend over or you're going to carve out your own little, like, fucking principality within it. But, like, there's not a lot of options outside of that because that's where they're most concentrated. You know what I mean? That's how they funnel. That's one of the main funnels is, like, Hollywood. You know, like, how many, how many, how many girls from L.A. came from L.A.? You know? It's, like, it's like one of the main ones that they use to, to funnel the wealth and resources. Me, me, Miami, I guess, is kind of like that. But Miami's in Florida, and it's hard to tell because, like, I've never been. I'm trying to go there this year, but um, I've been watching a lot of this uh, podcast called Fresh and Foot, and, like, they're kind of like jock guys, but they are actually, I feel like, I can't tell if they're like, uh, what do you call it, genuine or just like paid actors. You, you know what I mean? Like, you'd be surprised how many people are just paid actors. Does that make sense? Yeah. They're acting for like a purpose, like yeah, 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 some yeah, yeah. weird purpose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like I said, the, ma- the main thing that, that would help everything overwhelmingly, though, is that for women to just wake the fuck up, right, and realize that these things that they're pursuing are literally only exist to make them vulnerable to predation. That's the only reason they exist. Like, that's why a lot of the things that are pushed to women these days exist, right? An independent woman is a woman who's alone. A woman who's alone is vulnerable to predation. I mean, basic. You know, right? Like, a woman who values money above all else, or a, values money as a um, uh, as a means to secure access to security and protection... Right? Let's not, not let's say it like that. Right? A woman who values money as a means to access to access you know protection and security, and sees more money as having more of that. Well, the people who have the most money care the least about the security and protection, right? And that has to get out in the consciousness, you know. And I don't see how to do it. You know, I'm, that's why I like doing stuff like what we're doing today. I love to interview with you. I talk about people these things all the time and like person. 
you know. I'm sure there'll be a lot of criticisms of me, but I, like I can give a fuck. Well, we're in late. We're in a later part of like a capitalist era, where it's going to break down in some natural sense, where it's going to put everyone on edge. Yeah. And like something needs to occur where we don't keep doing the same thing that's depleting yeah, not yeah. only the resources to make the capitalist thing work, yeah, yeah. but also, you know, to deal with trees, to deal yeah, with yeah, air, yeah. and everything else. And it's like, at some point, it's like, we need to have, like, a personnel mm-hmm. across the land yeah. that understands how to deal with possible total collapse. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And we're getting there. We are getting there. Like, we're lucky in this community up here, like... This community is pretty much set, you know. In a sense, a lot of people in this community are, like, kind of disappointed it hasn't collapsed already, you know. But me, like, I'm just, like, in a sense it already is collapsed because the the illusion, like, it's collapsed because it's, it's not that it's already collapsed. It's, it doesn't do anything that people believe it does, right? The system as it exists doesn't do any of the shit you believe it does. The only thing, I mean, it all, all the shit that was invented... And all that stuff, like, that was going to get invented. You know, like, people are born, they come up with shit, and they do shit, and things happen. And that's life. And that's not And that's not a result of because we have this, like, technologically advanced society or because this government or that government. It's just a dude was born who had some ideas and managed to put them together. That's how it happened. Right? Yeah. And as far as society collapsing, I mean, what is society doing for us? Well, we've just been over how, like... Like, just at a basic level, money is just... A, the, the pursuit of money and the uh, idealization of money as a means to security and safety does the... I mean, it doesn't do that. Period. It just puts you on a fucking rat wheel, if you're a dude, to drain your labor and make you less likely to rebel because all your physical energy is not going into self-improvements, going to chase this fictional resource because somehow this is going to give you access to a, a, a woman of a, enough standard of beauty and, like, stability, right, where you're going to be able to have a family, right? But the thing is, is that's a fucking pipe dream because by the time you get to a point where you're even on that radar because of deep instincts and various other reasons, like, uh, she's, she's likely not to be that stable. Like, any woman you meet is likely not to be that stable because of all the predation that has occurred before you fucking showed up. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... It's really not a great situation, you know? And do people escape that? Yeah, I mean, there's, like, Christian communities and people have communities and da-da-da, but now that social media has become so prevalent and these ideas are getting pushed so hard, it's, like, it's ramping up in a really seriously bad way. You know what I mean? Like, like, like the fact that, like, Cardi B is any type of idol to anybody is, is like, horrifying. You know yeah. what I mean? It's fucking horrifying. You know what I mean? Like, and... And, and, and I, I can't go out to a bar or a fucking college or, or, or anything like that and, and discuss seriously what's happening and the harm it's causing to women without being called a sexist. Like, like, I'm the fucking asshole. You know what I mean? When I'm just being like, no, this is like... You're the one, like, trying to <laughs> ameliorate this whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not even about, like, the yeah. thing that's harming yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> There's like, yeah, hey, yeah. fuck you. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's really, it's really fucking... You know, and, of course, rough. their ideas, because they want to be ameliorated, are being blocked by a system that probably wants to give them the information to help block their help. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or whatever. Exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. That's the demonization of men. Like, just the whole idea, like, they say all the time, right? Um, uh, they, they say all the time that, um, 
you know, you hear this in like like culture, especially like feminism, like before women were like independent, right, or whatever, like men were just going around and raping them all the time and shit like that. That's how procreation happens because men were raping women, right? It's fucking bullshit. In primatology, it's bullshit, right? When the, when they came up with when when women all start stopped having sex and, and the chimpanzees, when all the chimpanzee females stopped having sex unless they got paid. All the male did. All the males just started working harder to make more money to pay them more. They weren't raped. They just, you know, like it is very small, small chance of that type of person. Like, like it's it's a humanity is on a bell curve. And yeah, are sociopaths born? Yeah, it fucking happens. There isn't very usually very generally very many of them. Usually, but now because of the system we live in, those at the top have that gene the strongest, are being the most rep- reproductively uh, successful. And so we have now a system where not only is everyone underneath it being predated on, the people at the top are creating more sociopaths at a pace that is like way more than they used to because they have more cover. You know, back in the day, if you were a sociopath, there's a good chance the rest of the tribe would smash you or banish you, or like hit you in the head. Feed you a poisonous. Mushroom. Yeah, yeah, you know, like yeah. like there was gonna be some kind of you know it wasn't gonna last. You're gonna be less rep- reproductively successful. Yeah. But now we live in a system where you're gonna be more reproductive. The more sociopathic. Socio, sociopathic you are, the more probably successful you're going to be. The less you care about your fellow humans, the more reproductively successful you're going to be. So you're going to create more sociopaths. And the rest of just at the very top, they are sociopathic, and they're not only creating more sociopaths, they're doing it in like a structured way to protect their power. You know, And that's like a fucking problem. And if you don't see that as a problem, you're a fucking problem. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, you know, it's like, it just, it gets difficult, you know, like, what are we going to do, round them up and shoot them like the Nazis? No, that's fucked. You can't do shit like that. But I think really the best way is just for people to start understanding that this is the real reality we live in and just arming themselves and being less patient with bullshit, you know what I mean? And and maybe we don't even have to start with arming ourselves. Maybe we just start with people who should just, like, live simpler lives. hit people in the face more. That's, <laughs> that's my advice to dudes in general. Like, look, if a guy's being a douchebag, just fucking punch him. I did that to the last yeah, guy yeah, on the yeah, Renegade yeah. here. Oh, <laughs> that fat fuck, I punched him in the head because yeah, yeah. he was roughing that guy up. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. know they were brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You know? You know, and I, I don't have size. Yeah, 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 I have the will to, like, adjust yeah. bad behavior. Exactly. Like, <laughs> we just need to start addressing bad, bad behavior, you know? But where it gets difficult right now is the the sex this thing is a real problem we have right now. With, because we have this problem where women are advocating for the things that make them victims right the like it's like it's like we live in this like yeah. upside down world and they don't even realize they're victims until they've gotten to a point where there's no recovery you know like 33 34 no access to opportunity all the opportunity that they did receive based off people trying to based off idiots trying to sleep with them who they shouldn't trust or they should like take like one thing women can do in general if you're not romantically interested in a dude don't take shit from him don't take a fucking free dinner. Don't take a date. Don't, if you're not romantically interested in a man, do not take his time and resources. Like, that's predatory in of itself, right? Because that's how we show affection or how, how on a deeper primal level for millions of years we showed affection was by giving you shit. But now that you don't need shit, it's pretty fucking ethically wrong to take shit you don't need. Yeah. Because that's just luxury. You're not pursuing equality at that point. You're pursuing excess and luxury. Right, like and like and kind of like a narcissistic, yeah, you know, like yeah, relationship pattern. Yeah, exactly, and that's just not healthy. So like, and and and, and one old bitch would be like, well, you know, um, 
it sucks to have dude, you know, it sucks to have uh, male friends that are only your friends because they're trying to sleep with you. Yeah, well, it also sucks to have woman friends who are only your friends because they want shit from you. I mean, that cuts both ways, you know. The real situation is nature is the way it is. If you're a woman, you shouldn't be giving shit to, or you shouldn't be taking shit from a man unless you're romantically interested from him, in him. If you're a man, you should not be giving shit to a woman at this point unless you're romantically interested in her. It, it used to be back in the day, it was more like protect everyone as a community and tribe. But the thing is, is now, the way society is now, you're just reinforcing bad habits, right? Like, you know, another th thing that people don't want to hear that I say Australia on is like, it's gotten so bad in terms of the way the state monetizes children and stuff. Um, and, and like, like, people, this is probably my most, this is like, people will tell me I'm a piece of shit for saying this. And in a way, they might be right, but, like, I think if you're a dude these days, you, like, should not raise another man's kids, children. Like, you should not. You should not do that. Right? And it, that is the worst thing. Of all my positions, that's the hardest thing for me to say and position to hold. Right? But the thing is, is when you do that, all you're doing is continuing the cycle of abuse, you know, in a sense. I mean, I was raised by a stepfather, and it's rough, you know. It's rough for the stepfather, it's rough for the kid, you know. And when you when, when there are legions of these desperate dudes, I'll raise your kids, I'll da-da-da-da, just because they're so starved for love. Well, the thing is, is this makes it so there that that there there is that it's like it it gives it gives this kind of like false idea that you can have your cake and eat it too, right? And and, and relationships start stop being about like long term like interdependency and just like short term like like basic like like basic basic animal lust, you know, not not stable not leaving anything better. Because I get the feeling that, like, I'm one of the only people that I've met, male or female even, that are interested in devotion. Oh, yeah. That's really rare these days. It's yeah. kind of rare to even be a devotional being. A devotional being. That's a good way of putting it. I've never really thought about it. Even like if it's, that. like, putting your heart into, like, you know, doing well for somebody, like, even being a good friend, like, being there, like, talking to them on the phone, like, that's yeah. hard to do. Yeah. It's hard to reach out to people and to actually have a loving community. People aren't devoted to the connections they even have. It's yeah. like, hey, yeah. you're getting connections on a platter, but you're not nurturing mm -hmm. them at all. Yeah, yeah. One thing I found, and this has to do with my resources, is, well, I guess a little sociopathic in myself, but, like, I tend to try to establish very quickly if any type of relationship can be interdependent, romantic or not, even a friendship, right? Like, I'll be your homie and I'll listen to what you have to say, but if you're not useful to me, um, and I don't mean that, like, if, if, if you have nothing of value to offer in exchange for what I have to offer, that's what I mean. Um, like, I won't take anything from anyone. I'm not trying to take advantage of anybody, but if you have nothing of value to offer in exchange for what I have to offer, I'm less likely to nurture that relationship. You know, but the thing is, is once you start stepping back and you don't become dependent on the fucking money trip, well, everyone's got some shit you can use, you know, like, like, like I exchange fucking rocks, jokes, you know, like I, I, I don't buy cigarettes. I just go joke for a smoke, joke for a smoke. I haven't paid for tobacco in like four years and I smoke way less, you know, and I just trade jokes for cigarettes. It's, it's all, it's about the exchange, right? The value is in the exchange. This is the best, best way to put it. It's never in the object. Value this. Let's let's round it out by saying like this, like because 
but like value is in the exchange. All value is decided by the exchange, right? And whether or not you have a good or a bad deal is based on whether or not the exchange was a, was a win-win. Did you both get at least what you wanted, right? And people say that's not possible. It's super easy in reality. It's really easy to get what you want, you know? Like, like I want to get this message out there. You have this podcast thing. You have the thing. I exchange my time for your time. We both build our thing up. You know what I mean? I have these, like, I have this jewelry line I'm working on, but with this stone, which I'm not going to say on the podcast because it's propriety information. And the real life situation is the way I came into the existence of this thing, which really just random chance. It's not like I did, I mean, I did work in the sense that I did work in living a life where that was more likely to happen because I maximized my ability to uh, find and pursue opportunity over my ability to pursue and find resources. That makes sense? You know? But, um, but the thing is, is it was still random chance, but the random chance for me, it's like, it probably didn't come to a lot of fucking people and only, and only I have also the additional network of people of, of connections that I've nurtured, right? Where I can take this thing and be like, um, oh, I can do something with this and I can create wealth and I can create opportunity using this rock because of everyone I know and everyone around me. Whereas if I was working for money, I, like and like this park is another great example, right? Like I'm I'm at this park and we th I throw these parties and these renegades and you've been to a few of them. I think we met at my first one, right? And they're pretty good. Like would you say it's a pretty good party, right? Pretty fun time. Well, there's been a few other people that try to do similar things and they can't do it, right? And the reason they can't do it is because only I have the very specific set of people and circumstances that surround me that are specific to me to do what I do because I've nurtured that over other things, right, over money. Whereas if I was just working as a promoter who's getting like 200, like I made $10 for every person I came, you know, came to the door or some weird thing, like if I was just working for money, I'd be easily replaceable because it's just my labor that I'm giving you. But when what I'm bringing is not just my labor, but also the combination of my knowledge, network, resources, and I'm just always, that's on the table, I become much more valuable as an individual. Right, I become priceless because, like, I you can't pay for me. I only work on what I decide. Like, I you can't pay me to do shit. You can't give me. You could, you could offer me a million dollars to do something, and unless taking that million dollars is going to directly help my goals, um, I won't. I won't. Like, it's like, like, like no one's going to give you a million dollars. Like, someone gave me a million dollars, that'd be great. But in terms of like, what do I have to do for it? Well, if what I have to do for it is something that's counter to me building actual value in my own life, I'm not going to do it. Like, why would I do that? You know, why would I trade a million nothings for something real? You know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, but, yeah, I would say value is in its exchange. That's where value is derived from, is in the exchange of resources, you know. And the more real the resources are, the more valuable exchange is. And money is the ultimate not real resource, you know what I mean? like the, the the best currency I've ever heard of like I, I like the idea of currency like I, I like money as an idea of like a thing to fuck around with to have fun but the best currency that I've ever heard of was there's these Indians come that lived as the the G-Jock Indians and they had money but their money was a seashell that you ground out like you would find these shells and you'd spend like an hour and you'd have like five bucks right or like five Indian bucks you know you'd have a shell's worth of money which has its own exchange rate Right, but what made that money valuable is any fucking random person could go and create a coin, 
There's no one, no one needed to create the coin for you. Anyone at any time was just their energy and the earth could create the currency, right? Something like that is awesome. That's why gold's good, right? Anybody, at least in the rivers right here, can tell go pan some gold and have money, you know? <laughs> but the second you have to have this currency that's controlled by this third party and not just by the bounty of the earth, um, that's a fucking problem, especially when the currency is created from a, a material that is pretty much infinite, you know, given, like, how much trees there are compared to how big a dollar is, you know what I mean? Like, so, like, if there is going to be currency, I feel like it needs to be something that anyone can produce from just the bounty of the earth that's recognized as a currency. You don't need a printing machine, right? You don't, oh, you know, oh, someone might fake it. Well, you can't fake a dollar that everyone knows you can just pull out of the ground, you know? Everyone knows where you got it. You spent an hour to go grind a shell, or you spent eight hours to go, like, pan for five grams of gold, or whatever it is, you know? Like, how is that, like, some kind of ripoff? You know what I mean? It doesn't make any sense. Oh no, I'm rambling. I guess. Yeah. What, what do you want to say? Anything? Well, um, in this town, yeah. mining town. Yeah, yeah. True. You know, and a lot of people have some expensive minerals. You know, they've accumulated these geologic, mm -hmm. you know, structures. But there's a relative value to the different, you know, elemental metals and semi-precious mm -hmm. minerals and and stones that there are. And like with lapis lazuli, it's like it's been super valuable, you know, since like you know, way back in early Egyptian uh -huh. civilization where they would get high on it and they'd like, you know, make a bunch of stuff out of it because yeah. they realized... I know they got high on it. That's interesting. Yeah, because ultimately it's the third eye activator, you know? And I didn't know that. That's really cool. Yeah. I like to fuck around with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I wear silver and copper just because I like, you know, having a conductor, like, you know, like it could... Con it's just like, I don't know, copper is a conductor and then silver, it's like quick silver and I... I like to, you know, get my thoughts going. Yeah. And I like to conduct mental energy. Yeah, I, I, I definitely want to say, just real quick as an aside, like, ultimately people who think that, like, that shit is woo-woo, you know, are fucking wrong, empirically. I've taken, um, and I don't know enough, I, I think of, like, every school of thought is, like, a different school of magic in reality, right? But, like, when it comes to, like, metallurgy and stones and how they interact, I have someone I really want to introduce you with, too. She'd be great for an interview. There's this woman, she's a friend of mine. I think she's in France now. Where her name's Mango of all names, but um, she uh, she's got a master's in chemistry, but she's really into alchemy. And then she so she has this book for chemistry, and she has this book for alchemy. And then she found just in her journeys pursuing her passion, right, um, a book that actually translates between the two. So she can look at an alchemical book, translate into translate into the modern language of chemistry, and do alchemical practices in real time in front of you. Using chemistry, it's fucking sick. You know? Yeah, just the um, just the relative density and then yeah. the structural components of the elements involved with the rocks yep. have a different vibration. You know. Yeah, something I've always <laughs> I thought, something I was just talking about. Someone I wouldn't even would like to experiment with. If I could get the resources. Unfortunately, you need like two of the most valuable materials on Earth. But what would happen? This is something I want to talk about. Like, what would happen if, let's say, you had a gold ring, okay, like a halo thing, but it was hollow inside, right? And inside you fill it with mercury, right? Like just fill it totally with mercury. So it's a gold halo with mercury on the inside. And then you have two powerful magnets, right? Boop, boop. That, because mercury's not magnetic, but they're powerful enough that they'll magnetize to, so this magnet will push towards this magnet, try and go together, right? But what happened is there's a mercury in the way, so it's just gonna push, you know, it's just gonna push, it's gonna, it's gonna be chasing itself, you know? Yeah. And so now you have two magnets, powerful magnets, moving inside a loop of gold, which is a conductive material, well, you wrap copper wire around that, now you have a transistor and you have infinite motion, you're creating power. 
Yeah. And you're not using any fuel to do that. Is that possible? It seems like it's possible. It works in my head. I don't know the complicated math between the exact uh, um, like measurements you would need, like how hot powder the mercury need to be, how uh, or how powerful does the magnet need to be, shit like that, right? But on a basic like level of how shit works, it seems like that would work. You know what I mean? I've worked on like I know how transistor works, right? So you have magnets moving inside a fucking coil that's where you create energy you know well not if you can do that without fuel that seems like an important thing to 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 pursue you know and you'll have a million people tell you me like well that's just not possible oh have you fucking done it i i haven't done it you know what i mean like that's that's another thing people have to get people have to stop naysaying so i just can't you can't overthrow the system things are just the way they are uh infinite you know, energy like like there's the, there's no such thing as free energy. Yeah, the the, the va- yeah exactly the vastness of universe and the things in the universe that that exist versus what we have experienced at this point as a race in the summation of all our experiences is fucking ridiculously mismatched. All right, we've experienced fucking nothing. You know, up till now we know nothing. Uh, not nothing. We know very little. You know, and. And there are, and there are, and that's just, it's just like, I really want to do that experiment. Like, if, if I had a million dollars, right, what would I do? Well, I'd do that. You know, and I probably wouldn't need a million dollars to do it. That's the crazy thing. Like, how much gold would I probably need? Probably only $5,000 yeah, yeah, to do probably, that. Yeah, probably $5,000 to do that, you know? Say I need to experiment with a bunch of different mags and stuff, maybe 10 with experimentation. You know, like, so 10 Gs possibly make an infinite energy machine. Possibly. Maybe not. But, like... Of not mathematically, but effects-wise, it works out. You have magnets moving inside a transistor. You know, it's just whether or not the mercury would prevent the magnet from moving is the only thing, you know, at all. Like, would the magnet... Reach, I, I don't know. I don't know any of that shit, you know? And, of course, in cars, we got, you know, alternators and, like, these different things that are electro, you know, magnetically kind of propelling and turning things. Yeah, exactly, exactly, you know? And it's, yeah. it's just something to think about. Another thing I've noticed is, like... The system, if we want to call that, the way it educates people is like really backwards in the sense that it makes things that could be translated simply overcomplicated. And yeah. I feel like that's a, kind of a way of pushing people towards this like autism and this over-specialization, right? And like a good example I like to bring up is um, like how electricity works. You know, like, you know, it says positive goes to negative, da-da-da-da-da, and there's all these mathematical formulas, do-do-do-do, and like that's all well and good and it works, Right. But it would be a very good aid to anyone trying to learn electronic theory just to tell them to visualize it as water, you know? Because, like, if you look at, like, so electricity flows to ground. Okay, so imagine you have, like, a spigot up here, or, like, a spigot, and it's open, and it's going straight to the ground. The water's just falling to the ground, right? Well, that's a visual representation of what electricity is doing when it's going to ground, right? It's just open. It's an open line. It's going to ground, right? Now, let's say you want it to like slow down a certain amount and then release a certain amount, something like that, right? Well, a capacitor in a circuit functionally is the same as a dam with like an overflow, right? Like so if you, let's say you had water and you put like a five-gallon bucket there and it had like a two-inch pipe at the top, right? Well, it would fill up to the two-inch pipe and then allow two inches of water out at a time. Okay, well, electronically, functionally, that's what a capacitor is, right? Electronically, functionally, a diode is just a check valve. A resistor is just a slope. Right, like if this, so, if the water's falling straight down, you put a slope. Well, that slows the rate x amount, right? Depending on the degree of the slope. If you add stairs to the slope, it slows it that additional amount more, 
you know. So if you think of electricity going through the resistor as water going over a ridged area, same fucking thing. And yet, I, I went to a school, like an advanced electronic school in the military, and this comparison was literally never made, or even brought up, or even acknowledged. You know what I mean? And it's like, like they're not giving people tools to use what they know to, to increase their ability to learn new skills. They're like they're, they came in perfectly like segregated almost. You know, electricity is electricity. It's not water. You know, water is water. It's not electricity. You know, it's not. It's not. It's 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 not an electrical dam. It's a capacitor, right? It's not an electrical check valve. It's a diode, right? Like shit like that. You know, like it's just. It would be a lot easier if we had like, the same language and you use the same basic concepts of the movement of energy, because water's energy. Everything's energy, right? On a molecular level and you can even have the words be the same it would be a lot easier to learn for everybody you know what I mean and yet they're not doing that why aren't they doing that is it on purpose is it because no one thought of it probably not you know (laughs) (laughs) some other weird reason yeah yeah yeah. well I mean I think we're good there just because of space and editing and everything and blah 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 and whatever thanks for talking I hope I didn't come across as too crazy (laughs) No, not yeah, at all. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, all valuable stuff. I think yeah. it went perfect. No, good, man. Thanks. Yeah. Like I said, um, I can. I guess I feel like I can be a little extreme for some people, but uh, I think my ideas are founded in pretty ethical and moral groundings. Um, and, uh, and I just want people to just kind of, I guess, become more aware about how much is in their real sphere right around them and how much access and potential they really have if they step outside what has now become the normal way of doing things because the normal way of doing things is fucking horrendous you know and business, <laughs> business as usual from here to the next thousand years is yeah, gonna yeah. kill us probably yeah yeah exactly yeah. exactly alright man well, thanks for coming over and um, get up fucking cool. A alright that was a lot of fun